holy faith and praying in the spirit. Night is the night. Tonight is the night that the power of God will we'll see it literally rest upon everyone in this gathering. So tonight I want you to just begin to recharge your spirit. The Bible says that building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. I want you to begin to talk to the Lord tonight in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to recharge your spirit tonight in the name of Jesus. Let the power of God let it come alive in you in the name of Jesus. Let the power of God let it come alive in you in the name of Jesus. Let the power of God let it descend upon this assembly in the name of Jesus. My Ask the Lord to descend in His power upon this gathering tonight in the name of Jesus. Ask that you will manifest tonight in the name of Jesus. The power of God will be made manifest in you. The power of God will rest upon everyone in this assembly tonight in the name of Jesus. Recharge me tonight. Rekindle me tonight. In the name of Jesus. Fire me up tonight. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I want to experience you in a new dimension tonight. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I want to experience your power tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, in Jesus' name.
thanking him for the gifts that he's going to pour out before us. We have made ourselves ready. We have heard the words throughout this. Let us begin to thank the Lord for the gifts that we're going to receive tonight. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you because your word is here. And amen. Thank you, Lord, for the feast that you have prepared for us throughout this week. Thank you for the word that you have spoken through the man of God concerning the gifts of the Spirit. Lord, we come before you tonight with a heart expectation. We come before your banqueting table, Lord, to receive a touch from you, to receive the gift of the Spirit. Lord, you have stripped away everything that could hinder us. You have taken away fear. Father God, you have granted us boldness. Thank you, Lord, because we want to feast in your presence tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, we declare according to your word that no man, your word says no man that comes before you shall remain the same. And so, Lord, we receive a touch from you tonight in the name of Jesus. Pour your spirit out upon us tonight in the name of Jesus. Let every gifting from heaven be poured out upon us tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the baptism of fire. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of prophecy. Thank you, Lord, for the vision. Thank you, Lord, for the revelation that will manifest through us tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the open heavens. Thank you, Lord, for the gifts of healing, the gift of discernment. Lord, we open our hearts to receive a touch from you. Lord, we feast at your table. Yes, Lord, we will feast at your table and be satisfied. We will feast at your table, Lord, and receive a touch from the throne of faith. Thank you, Lord, for the outpouring of your spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the interpretation of tongues. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of prophecy that you're pouring out upon us. That we will speak the word of God with wisdom, not in understanding. Thank you for the gift of discernment, Lord. Thank you for the gift of healing. God of heaven, we bless you. We thank you, Lord, for the open heaven. We thank you, Lord, because we'll be satisfied. Lord, you will satisfy our thirst. You will pour living waters. Rivers of living waters shall be poured out upon us tonight. Jesus' name we are prayed. I'll take my scripture from the book of Isaiah chapter 59. I'll read from verse 21. As for me, it is my covenant with you, Christ Peter says the Lord. My spirit who is on you will not depart from you. And my word that I have put in your mouth will always be on your lips, on the lips of your children and of the lips of your descendants. From this time and forever, says the Lord. You're going to lift up your voice that tonight is the power night. God has embedded in us different kinds of spirits, different kinds of gifts, different kinds of grace that we're going to be manifesting in after this Holy Ghost Convention. You are going to pray tonight that, Lord, the covenant you made with me, there's a covenant God made with each and every one of us that fulfills that covenant tonight in my life. Let me begin to function in the grace you have placed upon my life. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. My God and my master, we pray thee tonight, O God. Tonight is a covenant night, O God. You are a God of promises and God of covenant, O God. Your spirit that you have placed upon our lives, your spirit that you have embedded in our spirit tonight, O God. Enable us to function, O God. Anoint our tongue afresh and 
anoint our tongue afresh. Help us to function, O God, in the grace you have placed upon our lives, O God. Lord, anoint our tongue and lips, O God, that your word, your spirit will not depart in our lives, will not depart in our family, will not depart in our homes, O God. Jehovah, we pray thee tonight, O God, in this meeting, anoint us afresh with your power. Anoint us, Holy Spirit, descend upon us, O God, tabernacle upon us, my King. Jehovah, we pray thee tonight, O God, help us to function, O God, in the grace, O God, all the different kinds of gifts, O God, help us to be to manifest after this convention, O God, help us to manifest, O God, open our eyes, O God, let river, river of life, O God, let living water, let it begin to flow, O God, let it flow within us, O God, in this meeting, O God, we ask for your presence, O God, let river of life flow, let river of life flow, let river of life flow, we ask Holy Spirit, O God, anoint our lips afresh, anoint our tongue afresh, open our eyes, O God, open our eyes, O God, we want to see, we want to see, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Ephesians 5, verse 18. Now do not get drunk on wine, which did debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. I believe that we have made up our minds this tonight that we are not going home same way we came in. Because we want to have an encounter. Today is our night. So the angels are ready. God already is ready. Jesus is here. The Holy Spirit is here. So it determines your own appetite tonight. So I want us to pray tonight that, Lord, fill me up with the power of your spirit. Let me be intoxicated with your spirit. You know, there is a wine we can drink, which is the wine of the spirit. And when you drink that wine, it intoxicates you. It makes you not to be in the flesh, but in the spirit. Let me put our voice and pray. Fill me up with the Holy Ghost tonight. Intoxicate me with your spirit tonight. Let me sing in the spirit tonight. Let me pray in the spirit tonight. Let me praise in the spirit tonight. Let me pray in the spirit tonight. Everything I will do, let it be in the spirit tonight. Fill me up with the Holy Ghost. Let me be drunk with the spirit tonight. Let me be intoxicated with your spirit tonight. Lord, I ask, I place my flesh under subjection tonight. I'm not conscious of my flesh tonight. I am conscious of the spirit tonight. I am spirit conscious tonight. I am spirit conscious tonight. Let the Holy Ghost take me over. Tell the Holy Ghost to take you over. Tell the Holy Ghost to take you over. Tell the Spirit of God to take you over tonight. Tell the Holy Spirit to take you over tonight. Give the Holy Spirit your heart. Give the Holy Spirit your mind in the name of Jesus. He said, render your heart and not your garment. Tell the Lord, Holy Ghost, take me over tonight. Take me over tonight. Take me over tonight. Take my mind over tonight. Take my spirit over tonight. Take my thoughts over tonight. Take my flesh over tonight. Intoxicate me in your spirit tonight. I made up my mind. I'm not going home the same way I came in this morning. Lord, I declare a change, a transformation, a change, a transformation. Turn me into a different person, oh God, tonight. Turn me into a different person, oh God, tonight. Turn me into a different person tonight. Let me manifest your power. Let me manifest your glory. Let me manifest your presence. Fill me up with the Holy Ghost. 
meeting tonight with an uplifted hand as we read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he had founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart who does not lift up his heart toward his faults, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, the Lord. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in, is this king of glory the Lord strong and mighty the Lord mighty in battle lift up your heads O ye gates and be lifted up you ancient doors that the king of glory may come in who is this king of glory the Lord almighty he is the king of glory amen Psalm 145 I will exalt you my God the king I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. 
they will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty and i will meditate on your wonderful works they will tell of the power of your awesome works and i will proclaim your great deeds they will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness the lord is gracious and compassionate slow to anger and rich in love the lord is good to all he has compassion on all he has made all you have made will praise you o lord your saints will extol you they will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations the lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made the lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down the eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time you open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing the lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made the lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth he fulfills the desires of those who fear him he hears their cry and saves them the lord watches over all who love him but all the wicked he will destroy my mouth will speak in praise of the lord let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever amen Oh, oh, oh. 
Father, we bless and magnify your name. Let's just lift up our voice to the Lord and say, Lord, you are good and your mercy is endured forever. Lord, bless your name. Father, we give you all the honor. Lord, we give you all the praise. We thank you, Jesus.
We bless you, Lord Jesus. We exalt you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Send your rain, oh God. Lord, send your rain. Send your rain, oh God.
Lord, we exalt you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' holy name we are praying. Welcome someone beside you in the name of the Lord. Let us go into deep waters tonight.
I'm very sure that um, everyone in this opinion today should have a higher expectation. It seems as if your master is too, too, too loud. The master volume. And let me hear myself from Certainly your surround is too loud. Amen. We have been having fun, isn't it? With the Holy Spirit. And I've been watching all of you as you were worshiping. And I saw faces of those who are really committed to people who are very hungry, you know. Because I looked at your faces as the camera was showing your faces. And those of you who are worshiping, and I saw you, and the Lord saw you. As you lifted up your hands and your eyes were shut completely. And I knew by your appearance and your action that you have connected. If anybody have kids, take them to the green room. Usher, sort out the green room. Sorry, the, your, your hall of mirrors. Arrange seats for them there. Because I don't want anything that can offset the flow of the Spirit. This today is manifestation of the gift of And make sure you have the communication for them there, please. Any other one who comes with babies, those babies have right to walk about. Don't deprive them. We have a big place in the... Uh, there are a few things I've been speaking about, which I said again and again. You must not forget them. They are practical things and the work. I believe very much that if you ask me to summarize the arrowhead of this month's Holy Ghost, this year's Holy Ghost Convention is this. I saw God came very low down to the you know, level of man to help you and I know that to operate the Holy Spirit is not so complex. It's completely simple. It's completely simple. However, no one gets from God what you did not put in. And I think one of the things I will say is that God has challenged our seriousness with Him. Challenging that again and again. I told you, I have friends. I know of some people who went to the mountain to fast, to look for Holy Spirit power. They were fasting for 40 days. They died 20-something days. They are dead. They died physically. That's happened in my own understanding in Nigeria. It may happen again and again after twice. They went to fast 40 days and 40 nights. Who sent you 40 days and 40 nights? Who sent you? God said, it's not your fasting, it is your heart. I need contrite heart. Somebody who takes God serious, heaven will take him serious. Somebody who does not, will remain where he is. 
And you know, I've seen some people who say that, I've been seeking God, he didn't answer me. And so they went away from God. They will seek Satan and be punished for a little while. Then they will learn bitter lesson and come back and beg God. That is just the answer. Hallelujah. Amen forever. You read the book of Revelations today, isn't it? Did you not read in that chapter 19 and 20 that the one who deluded the whole world, the false prophet and the beast, the Antichrist, were chained. An angel came from heaven and chained them. And then he took the devil and bind him for 1,000 years. Now, and I saw the Lagos uh, Youth of Rare Destiny sent a prayer request or a prayer point from that chapter 9. The fact is that devil will soon, will soon be bound. His activities will soon be brought to an end. Guess by who? Not by God, by an angel. So there are angels in heaven higher than Lucifer. Very much higher than Lucifer. There are many. Lucifer was an archangel, but there are chief archangels. And there are other archangels who are given power. He was only a singer. But there are archangels who are given power to war, to fight. He wasn't. Then I wasn't given such power. So the delusion of the devil will come to an end one day. That's what I'm saying. But you must know this. If there's anything the Lord has been speaking very firmly to in this week is this. Your heart. Your heart. So when we are worshipping this just a few minutes ago, some have reached heaven. And something with heaven is this. If you take a, 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 a you know, if, there, if you have a, 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 a plug and it has bulbs all over this place, there will be darkness. Because it's a plug. But if you go to the socket and you put it in, everywhere will light up instantly. So when you are worshipping, you have received endowment. During this worship, already, you have received endowment. So you, you may not feel physical changes. You don't have to. Holy Ghost does not express himself just physically. No, no. You have received it. That's why I told you, when you worship God, Know who you are worshipping. You are not worshipping man. You are worshipping the sovereign one. Who gave you life. Who gave you everything you need. Alright. So you worship him in spirit. You don't come all the way from your home. To the house of God. Only to waste the time. No. No you came for business. And that is to worship the sovereign Lord. When you worship the sovereign Lord, you forget what you are or who you are so that your heart and mind can connect to heaven. If it's just after that we say the grace, you have received what you want. I would together now. So that is how easy it is to flow in the things of the spirit. I believe God is trying to help us understand that he does not want to be religious, but he wants us to be spiritual. Isn't it? So, he ended up yesterday by helping us know that the promise is for you. Because he said it was for those who were there and for those who the Lord will call himself. We have seen throughout this week that God does not have favorites. And God does not set double standards. However, if we do not meet his standard, we cannot get the standard. <laughs> Are we together now? 
And the standard of God is very low for man to, to meet. So which means, therefore, that if a man is struggling about standard of God, first remove all this complication in your brain that you have to struggle for everything. Yes, you do that for your academics, you do that for your work, you do that for everything. But when it comes to God, he wants those who just trust him, trust and confidence, and then follow him in what is called faith. And if you follow him in faith, that is when you truly love him. And if you truly love him, you will obey his command. God is so simple. It's so simple. Every man will obey somebody in his life. Every one of you who have been to work today, you obeyed your boss. If you are the boss in that work, you obeyed the owners of the company. Because you have to make profit for them, isn't it? So everybody will obey somebody. And which one is better, Paul said, Peter said, to obey God or to obey man? He said, we'd rather obey God. <laughs> Because when you obey God, you obey man. Authorities, you, you, you obey authorities. So, I believe very much that this week, the Holy Spirit had helped us to know that it is so easy for you to enter into his manifestation. And it is very easy to step from the natural to the supernatural. Give me your heart for a few minutes. You look at me unless if you are checking the scriptures. What is about today? Gifts of this. The first thing I want to say to you is this. Where is Holy Spirit? Tell me. Come on, say it loud. Where is Holy Spirit? Where is Holy Spirit? Alright. Where are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? I think your human rational brain is trying to work now. Put your mind, your intellectual reason in a way. Where are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Tell me where are they? Inside you. Because if this is Pastor Jesus' pause, and his pause has, you know, a debit card that can debit 2 million or 10 million. And that is in my pocket. What do I have in my pocket? I have two million. Or the ten million. Okay? Physically it's in the bank. But what determines this is here. Spiritual blessing is in the spiritual realm. Ephesians three uh, one three. However, please clear for her where she wants to sit. However, listen to me. So, Ephesians 1.3 says, We have been greatly blessed with all spiritual ability, help with spiritual realm. However, the spirit in whom it dwells in the spiritual realm is inside those who believe in Jesus. You know, God is omnipresence. Don't you think that the Holy Spirit is not in heaven? It's not in the spiritual realm. It's just here. No, he's here, but he's there too. He is the spirit in the Father. He's still in the Father. However, he lives in the seed of the Father. You are born again. He is the one who born you again. And is the one who will take you to the end. You ready today? 
that after we have all gone, all the calamities that will happen in the world, but we will have gone with the Holy Spirit. He will not depart from you. Jesus said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. What he was saying is that my spirit will be there. So, I want us to first settle and understand this basic principle. Because today you must manifest the gift of the spirit. You will manifest the gift inside you. You have the gift inside you. I taught you through. Look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14, chapter 12. The first thing about the Holy Spirit is this. Do not be ignorant of the gift of the Spirit. And what I've just explained to you right now is for us not to be ignorant of the gifts of the Spirit. Now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. So this week, if you have been attending the meeting, there is no more ignorance. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know, I'm happy for you when you listen to what I say. (laughs) Because, you know, Apostle Williams does not teach theological theories. I know all the seminary theories. I know them for head knowledge. But if I teach you something, I can give you an example in my life. And I think that's a practical teacher. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. That's why Jesus said, follow me. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Listen to me now. Ignorance is the greatest killer of mankind. Either you apply it to the things of the spirit, or you apply it to the things of the world. The difference between failure and success is ignorance. Some kids were ignorant at a young age. They ended up growing up to become their 20s and 30s. And their portion in society is to eat the crumbs that is that fall from the table. There's some who are wise and they listen to godly instruction. And when they're in their thirties, twenties, thirties, they are beginning to write the letter of leaders in the community. It's just ignorance. Yes? A young man came to me today, mommy and I, in the, in, the, in, the, in the green room. And he first told me that, that I'm going to the university uh, on the 11th. I said, wow, give me a high five. Then he said to me that, and I go to a star and one, I said, give me a higher five. And then he says that, I said, what are you going to do in university, by the way? He said, I'm doing cyber security. And so I said, give me a temple file. I gave me a great hug. I said, you show forth my work. My labor is not in vain. I went into the room and he came and said to mommy and I, that, mommy, mommy, daddy, I want to thank you for all what you have been doing for us, how you have trained us. And he said, I want to thank you because you listened to instruction. And he said something that he said, do we have some rift? I said, yes. All the ruffling that we have been ruffling you and uh, you have to just do it even if you didn't like it. It now pays you well. I say, when you do cyber security, Satan will be in trouble because angelically, holy ghostly, and humanly, anywhere robber be, you will capture him. Uh-huh. But you know what I'm talking about is, and I told him, there are some of your colleagues now in prison because they did not listen at the young age. I said, you have chosen, you chose to listen, and you're on the ladder of rulership 
in this country. Keep it up. Same thing with power of God. I pray the power of your God. He is your God. He is your Father. And Jesus said it all. And the Bible says the only thing that can keep us one major thing is ignorance. And then he went to give us the layers of operations. Verse 4. There are different kinds of gifts for same spirit. So the spirit that gives gifts. Different kinds of services for the same Lord. Jesus called you to serve. On that scripture, before you go to verse 6, go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse, verse 7. It says, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. So this grace, which is called, is by Christ. He is the owner of his church. And he is the one who said the governance of his church. The structure of his church. And he calls each one sir. That's why you and I will report only to Jesus. All my headache, you know, trying to, you know, sometimes push you beyond your, bar- your limits. Because you don't really have a limit. You know? You know the evidence that you don't have a limit? The limit you said five years ago has shifted. Isn't it? As you grow, you shift your limit. You put another limit. You grow to that limit, you shift your limit. And when you get to the age of, when you look at people who are 50, 60, 70, you say, ah, they are old. When you get to that age, you will now set another limit that, ah, ah, I am getting closer. I must work harder. I will get that with me now. So, when I push you and push you, I do that deliberately because if you don't get to the limit I wanted, I will have broken the limit you impose on yourself. Do we agree? And at the end of the day, you, are, you do better. You will do better than what you think. That is what will make the best of you to come out, which you don't even recognize. Imagine tonight, some of you will begin to speak in a new tongue. Tonight, some of you will begin to interpret tongues. You know, tonight, somebody will begin to prophesy. Tonight, somebody will walk in miraculous powers. Because you have to be pushed beyond your limits. Jesus dealt with his disciples like soldiers. They would climb mountains and come down. I'm sure at the beginning they would be gasping for breath. But after being used to it for some time, they, they, they are the ones who led the whole church into the same. I would together now. So, he calls it to service. Go back to Corinthians. Now, that, that service, really, let me show you. Let me show you. Go back to that Ephesians, please. So, in Ephesians, it says he calls you to service. Look at verse 11. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be pastors, prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors, some to be teachers. To do what? To prepare God's people for works of service so that they may be built, so that the body of Christ may be built up. So it tells you, your service that Jesus calls you into is to prepare God's people. So when God gives you, calls you Jesus calls you to service, Holy Ghost will give you the gifts and Father will walk it through you 
But once the Father decides to walk through you, the Holy Ghost manifests. You remember that, I told you. Yes. That's why there's no need for healing when you are having your lunch. Unless somebody who is sick should on the table. There's no need for prophetic unless somebody demands for it. There's no need. God will not work. It doesn't, God doesn't work for nothing. He has a purpose for working. But there's no limit to where God can work in the gift of the Spirit inside you. The gift of the Spirit inside you will manifest whenever people place demand on it. I remember some years ago I was in Paracot and I was as a guest minister and I have another friend of mine who is from Ghana. Uh, Ajina Sari is his name. And he was uh, in a place called Tamale. And as we were on the breakfast table eating, suddenly the Spirit of God came upon me because he had been praying to God. He's, he had God told him, leave Tamale and go to Accra. And he was, he was not, he was, he was, he, he believed it. He came to Accra straight away and went to the spiritual father in Accra who told him that, what are you doing here? Go back to Tamale. The main, the main voice in the country. Now a junior one going to the main one, the main one is my friend too. He, he just believed that because of his position. Maybe I didn't hear God. But the, the, the fight was in him. him that I, I, I have to go to Tamale. You cannot disobey the elderly. He's really a son to me too. And then suddenly on the table as we were eating, the Spirit of God came upon me and said, Yes, you were told not to stay in Accra. Hear what the Lord is saying. He was shaken. He took his Bible. He said, he said Who told this man? The one you spoke with. And I said to him, you go now. When you go back to Ghana now, don't go to Tamale. Remain in, in Accra. Here with the word of the Lord. Currently, as I'm talking to you, and the Lord took me into Accra, and I saw his men going to look for a property, and they have found a building. And I described the building to him, which he hasn't seen, but his men have seen it. And I said, by the time you get to Ghana, that building is waiting for you. That is where you will begin. But hear the word of the Lord. When your church is one year, this is the number of parishioners you will have. When you are five years, this is the number of parishioners you have. When you are ten years, your parishioners will be X number. Accurately. He wrote everything down and then God continued to speak. Now, will you not listen? You did not tell me about what is wrong. But I am telling you what you have been telling God. And I am telling you what God is saying. Who can say that? But the Holy Spirit whom he had spoken to. Why would the Holy Spirit speak to me then? Because he was speaking to the Holy Spirit. He was asking the Lord. As we saw it in Luke chapter 11. As you had the testimony of that woman last Sunday. Who was crying to the Lord that Holy Ghost Convention came and I cannot come. I have been preparing for it. Now I'm sick. Pain here, pain there, pain here, pain here. And she wept to the Lord. However, she was online. And the Lord came to the pulpit and said to her, That pain in this part of your body is gone. That pain in this part of your body is gone. That pain. Is... She said, When I was speaking about those points in her body, which she was complaining to God, she. Busted into tears. 
She was healed instantly. The principle of God is the same. Is it by anointing? No. It is He, God, who works in all men. But the man must be available to serve God. Listen to me. I want to show you something that the principle of God is the same. Today. Some say I never received a, a, a prophecy because you never spoke to the Lord. You don't speak, you, don't, you never spoke to the Lord. People who hear are people who have been worried and they have been telling God that, Lord, what, what about this issue? And they continue to talk to Him, continue to talk to Him, and then God will look for somebody in whose he, the Holy Ghost has given the grace, be the gift, and who is a server. And the Holy Ghost will manifest because God is working. And that person will begin to tell you the, the solution to the issue, what you have been praying, what you have been asking. Or some other time they will come into prayer. Oh, Apostle, I just want to come and pray. Say, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. And everything they came forward said in the prayer and the solution. Ah, how did you? It's everything I was going to tell you. You have just spoken them in, your prayer, in the prayer. Yes, because that heart connected with Jesus, he fulfilled Luke 11. That is just. Satan wants us to be lazy to the right thing and be active over vain things. That would not be your portion. He gave that gift to prepare God's people for the work of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. So the gift of the offices, the five offices, okay, is given so that you be built up. That's what I'm doing now. That's what Mommy Omar does every Wednesday when she teaches you the Bible verse by verse that you will be built up. That is what other pastors do when they come to the pulpit to preach the word or to lead you in prayer. Any leader that leading, all the members will lead in prayer. When they read the scriptures and they lead the prayer, is to build you up. Build up means to empower you. That is the, the grace of serving. But you see, there is something in the body of Christ, and it came from America, and they said that, you know, the, the pastor is this, the, the evangelist is this, the teacher is this, the apostle is this. Do you know that I don't believe in it? It's just good theory for nothing. <laughs> because the Bible didn't say so. For me, I don't want to, you remember when you read today, if you read further, to the end of that revelation, it says, it says that woe to he who add or remove. I don't add, neither do I remove. I don't try to say something for you so that you can just be excited. No. No. If it is my head knowledge, I'll tell you this is my head knowledge. I acquired it from Buckingham University or from Oxford or Cambridge. But it's a good head knowledge. But to tell you that that is what it is in the Bible, no. Unless the Bible tells me so. So whether this is prophet, this is apostle, this is teacher, or this is evangelist, and this is is irrelevant. The fact is that every office is created by Jesus Christ so that according to his governance, people can be functionaries in his institution, okay? And so that by the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in those people, the rest of their mates will be built up, encouraged, established, 
And then they too can be in a place where the same Holy Spirit can manifest because God can use them for service. And it doesn't matter how many years you have known Jesus. You, may, you, you might just know Jesus yesterday. It's the attitude that is important. And I'm telling you, God is the only God who does not promote you by the years of service. He doesn't do that. God don't do that. Telling God, I've been a Christian for 10 years. Good. Before you were born, I was a Christian. That's why you should manifest everything I cannot. You're telling me before I was born, you're a Christian. Then show me. Everything written about you, about us, manifest so that I can follow your footsteps. You can't do that. Don't let that threaten you. In the kingdom of God, it whosoever will. It's not how many years you have been. It's not the, the, the office that you hold. It's not. It's not. The church should learn. And I will take you through a journey this evening. So go back to verse 6. Okay, so, there are different kinds of working, but, same God works all in them. In all men. Did we see that? You believe, say amen. amen. Say God is working in me. You know, I've been saying, God is working for me. God is working for me. Uh-huh. God is for the Lord is on the throne. God is working for me. God is working for me. God is working for me. I think you should add one more verse. God is working in me. God is working in me. For the Lord is on the throne. God is working in me. God is working in me. God is working in me. If you look at this scripture, it says, Therefore, God works them in all men that's in the church. Now, look at verse 11. It says, all these are the works of one and the same Spirit. All these are the works of one and the same Spirit. And he gives them to each one just as he determines. Come on, let's look at reading beneath the lines of what we just read. He says, all these are work, singular, of the same spirit. So, if it says all these are, I expect the Bible to say works. But, I presume... That the one work is personified. So I've not been plural. Which means, it is one spirit, and he does the work. And the same work he works in you, he works in you, he works in you, he works in you. However, when that work works in you, you need to prophesy. You will prophesy. That work works in you, a cripple needs to walk. You need to heal. That work works in you, there is somebody who stopped the sun from shining. You stop it. By signs and wonders. It's the same work, not works, that we may say there are variations in those works. But you see something again. He said, he gives them to each 
each one. Which means, let me say this, you can have one, you can have two, you can have three, you can have four, you can have all the nine gifts. However, there is something you must not miss in the word each one. Each one means, in mathematics, there is none among the whole part that is not part of each. If I say each finger, it means that all the ten fingers. Are you with me now? So, you can agree when Paul says, and when Peter says, the gift is for you. You see, don't you think anyone who manifests the grace, number one, you have known this, if I manifest the grace, it is not I who manifests, but God walking through me and Holy Ghost manifesting over me. Yes? So I have no part in it than to be available. So, if I therefore am available so much to God that he wants to heal the cripple, he uses me. He wants to raise the dead, he uses me. He wants to prophesy, he uses me. He wants to interpret, he uses me. He wants to speak in tongues, he uses me. He wants to bite the devil in tongues, he uses me. And all that, that does not change Alfred Williams. I remain Alfred Williams, but let God be true. He remains God who worked all these things in me. I only need to be available. Talk about anointing, keep it. If you think it is by anointing, go and buy olive oil, pour it on your head. Okay? You know what I'm saying? That for some years now, some people rose up in the church and little miracles, they say anointing, 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 as if others don't have the anointing. Apostle Williams is telling you that the anointing we receive is the same. First John tells us that in chapter 1 to 2. And when brother say, it teaches us. The anointing teaches us. However, you will manifest. You will manifest. You will manifest. I will manifest. You have your own. I have my own. You have your own. I have my own. Let me tell you. The amount you can have depends on your bucket that you brought tonight. Yes? You can change your bucket right now. Huh? From small to big. From big to bigger, from bigger to biggest. And if there's anything after biggest, you, you put it in there. It's just to change your desire. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Then I ask for it, I ask for it, I ask for it, I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. Commit your heart into it. Boom! You will eat into the manifestation. And the hand of God will come upon you. Once the hand of God come upon you, Holy Ghost, ma, manifest up. It's so simple. It says all these are the works. Though what are all these? Now let's look at from verse 7. The manifesto, each one the manifestation of those spirits given for common good. We looked at that yesterday. Look at the next one. To one, there is given through the spirit the message of wisdom or the word of wisdom. That is one. So another message of knowledge by means of the same spirit. But you see, this knowledge and this wisdom, when it comes upon a Christian, that wisdom is like when the first time, you know, the, the most example that we can use to explain the wisdom of God is Solomon's jurisprudence. Everybody who studied law will remember that Solomon was used by your 
lecturers who are unbelievers. They still use Solomon's judgment when a prostitute slept over her own child and the other prostitute, you know, that, that child, the prostitute chained the child to the other prostitute's child. And both of them are claiming the same live child. <laughs> I will never forget my lecturer when he was correcting. He said, what was the decision? And someone says that they said they should, uh, they should behead the boy, the other child. And he said to him, this my lecturer is an atheist. And he said to the boy, you didn't read Bible. I read this read Bible. <laughs> and I went to him after I said, I called him by his name. I said, look, I didn't know you read Bible too. You will have exchanged my castle. You go and preach in church. <laughs> he said, Alfred. <laughs> Listen to me. How can a man think like that? Give me the one who will call this time to You take half and you take half. Human knowledge cannot imagine. That is God's wisdom. God's wisdom will find solutions that are not rational. Okay? But God's wisdom does not work only for spiritual things. It works for your business. When you come to a crunch, you don't know what. It works in marriage. It works in uh, education. It works in governance. You know, if you are in government and decision have you taken, it works in the boardroom. That when your colleagues are talking and everybody suggesting, when you suggest, it will just be that which none of them can resist. And there will be no, there will be nothing in the field to suggest such suggestion. It go beyond human understanding. It is the will. Let me tell you, I told you that somebody came to me and shared testimony with me within this week. The brother went to an interview with one of the top banks, and they asked him questions, you know, and he was answering, answering because he's, he knows his audience. And then the man asked, the he said, this is the last question. And he said, what will you do with this sector of banking if they come for us? And the man said he doesn't know it. So because he doesn't know it, he kept quiet. But the man said, that's the last question. He kept quiet. Hmm. And he had Holy Spirit distinct. Say, contract. How can it be contract? That is rational. He had again. You know, the girls don't argue. I told the angels don't argue too. They are just, they will repeat what they said. You can tell your suggestions. Because they know you are a human being. You can argue with God. Even to the place where one of you wrestle with God until they dislocate him. <laughs> Holy Ghost knows you well. He knows he know very well now. <laughs> he won't dislocate you, but he knows that. <laughs> he, said, he said again, say contract. Now, he has no choice because he doesn't know what to say. And he better say contract because if he doesn't say it, what about if it is? He just said, yes, contract. The man said, you got it. You got it. Nobody got it. <laughs> All the people have interviewed. Nobody got it. He said, because of that, I'm not going to employ you as a manager. I'll employ you as the head of the circle. 
the world contract. That is Holy Spirit wisdom. Holy Spirit wisdom. Some of you have experienced Holy Spirit wisdom in various ways. It always works in believers. You know, at different times and different levels. But the gift is higher than general. When you have the gift, it will be there every time for use. That's the difference. That's the difference. It will work for you. It will profit others. Then it says, word of knowledge. Word of knowledge, I've told you before, I won't spend more time on giving because I want to show you, you know, evidences that Jesus is correct. The prescription of Jesus for the manifestation of the Spirit is perfect. But let's say this. Knowledge you can have pre-knowledge, you can have present knowledge, you can have foreknowledge. You, know? you can know what has happened in the past, you can know what is happening, and you can know what is happening in the future by the word of knowledge. It's not only for healing, word of knowledge comes in. Word of knowledge comes in every aspect of, of, of you know, life. There you have Faith. Go to the next verse. By the same Spirit. That faith is different from normal faith. Every Christian has faith in Christ. You remember I told you. You know, there was a time my faith is to pray for headache. Any headache, just come. I pray for it because I can't see headache. <laughs> I can't see it. So I have nothing to fear. You have headache. In the name of Jesus, healed now. You get healed. Boom! Headache is gone. I think God anointed me for headache. That is wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. What happened is that I have headache faith. <laughs> so when I see a cripple, I say, I wish my brother is here. <laughs> when they are coming with their crutches, I'll say, ah, I wish my brother is here. I'll say, look, there's a crusade going on now. <laughs> Come. I remember one day that a madman was brought by our, our senior, we are members of the JTA. They brought a madman. He now told us, you know, we always fast, first, second, third of the, of the month, without food and water, and pray. They would pray us until we almost collapsed in those days. <laughs> no food, no, no water. Third day, they said, say, prayer. Father, Father. <laughs> Jesus, 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 He will hold you and start running you all over. My father is not there. My mother is not there to rescue me. I'm the one who went myself. Run us around the whole place. That's how we're trained. That's why, you know, apostles cannot pray and be tired. Have you heard me and be tired? <laughs> I always say to you that if you think you don't have energy, and you say, yeah, somebody said he's fainted, he collapsed. If you hear, bam, you will see the one who will beat everybody in the race. He will run and he will beat. <laughs> if ambulance, ambulance was trying to carry him, I'm sure the ambulance, he will, he will, he will run past the ambulance. <laughs> so they brought the madman and we surrounded the madman. And we have seen our spiritual father cast out every spirit. When they bring people to him, he will get out, you get so we surrounded him, and we were praying in tongues against the spirit of madness. 
our knowledge was so low that we, we did not recognize Jesus said command. He didn't say pray. He demon out. He said command him. So when we are praying in tongues, the madman went went down. That's what I was doing. So terrified. He was on the floor. So we were boasting that we got him. Power. We didn't know that the madman was looking for a way to escape. So some of us are calling fire. Some of us are praying in tongues. The guy is confused. Because when you pray in tongues, demons don't know what you're saying. We thought we have to flex this power. We didn't understand his grace. So we close our eyes. <laughs> we are praying. And as we are sweating and praying, you know the kind of prayer we pray, we don't pray, Father, Lord, Lord, <laughs> Taking all our bones and legs out. This demon, we will flex muscle on this one. Finish you. Our leader just came and said, in Jesus' name. We said, amen. He said, where is the madman? <laughs> oh, my Lord. The guy had fled. He was in the stadium. The guy had fled. He said, all of you, go after him and get him. If you don't, three days dry. <laughs> we said to him, we don't have energy. We just finished one, three days. <laughs> he took us back to base and said that when you are casting demons out, Jesus said, open your eyes. <laughs> you will never see Jesus cast a demon out with his eyes closed. For what? Why are you closing your eyes to tell the demon to get out? And I have another friend that he was casting out demon. And he closed his eyes and the demon punched his mouth. And he stayed out. Till today. He always said, when I was still learning. So I may have some of you who your faith is just headache faith. <laughs> Get out of here today. <laughs> Get out of it. It's because you have not received the gifts of it. You are working with the natural faith in Christ. Which is too good, but not good enough. It is the gift of faith that sees death and call it life. And he will walk towards death. And death will vanish. Run before him. The gift of faith does not know fear in the night. He walks in the midnight. As long as he has a mission. He does not look back when he's walking in the midnight. Because with authority of faith. You command paralysis, paralytic to heal. They are healed. You can command body to be paralyzed and it shall be so. With the gift of faith, you have what transcends boldness. Because remember, it is God working and Holy Ghost manifest. And you remember, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you lose your senses and it becomes your sense. I will together now. And he said, the gift of healing by the same spirit, healing and faith. They work very pursuit. Healing unction, when healing comes, that is when you see sometimes shadow heal the sick. In the gift of healing, you can see, you know, healing that is so strange. Somebody passed beside the sick person and the person is healed. You didn't pray for them and they were healed. In the gift of healing, when God manifests. When God manifests. 
Something happened among you in CFT before some years ago. Pastor Sydney, you remember. That woman came who said that her mother was paralyzed in the east and that the witches made her paralyzed and the witches told her that you have been saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We see the Jesus that will raise you. We have finished your leg, your two legs. She, she's a believer. She called the daughter because she's now a wheelchair. This is what has happened. They were nursing that for some time, doing all treatment they could do. But she can't walk. So one day the daughter came to me at home. I said, Pastor, this is what happened to my, to my mother. I said, are the witches there? I said, they are all in the same compound. It's not on the dream. He said, no. Physically, they are telling her that they will see the Jesus who will heal her. So when I had that insult against my God, Something rose inside me called Spirit. You know, sometimes he, he steers you up. Sometimes he drives you. You know? I said to the woman, go get an anchor. And the woman went and bought an anchor. I said, get white. It's not because white has a very... But white is clean. Heavy. Uh-huh. So, when she brought the handkerchief, I lay hands on the handkerchief. I held the handkerchief and I said, Father, release power into this handkerchief for the healing of the woman. I said, the moment this handkerchief is dropped on the head of your mother, she will jump off from her wheelchair. Post it. She did. When she got there, she wrote the letter. When she got there, they read the letter. The mother said, go and call all the witches. You see, faith, faith. She has already been healed. So they called the witches and they also another. She said, Read the letter to all of them. They read the letter. <laughs> the witches, they said they laughed. And the man who t- opened the letter took the handkerchief. Nothing happened to him. The moment he dropped the handkerchief on the head of the woman, the power of God took the woman and threw her out of her wheelchair, distance away. That has happened in Brentwood too. You remember the man that they flung my gun over his head and from the wheelchair he jumped out. She fell. She got up and held the handkerchief. And she ran towards the witches. They fled. They were in the bushes for one week. They couldn't come back. They said, is the handkerchief still in the village? <laughs> Is Yanka just in the village? They say yes. They will not come. God will do greater through you. Amen. I'm talking about the gift of healing. But you know, in Mark 16, 17, this time for all who believe, you will lay hands on the sick, they shall be healed. But when you have the gift, you can operate it every time. That's the difference. There are some times that the Bible says and the power of God was, was present to heal. I've encountered that several years. I can explain it to you, but I want to take you into some deeper stuff. Right. Follow me. The next verse. Another miraculous powers. We cannot talk that. When Joshua commanded son to stand in the valley of Ajalon, that is miraculous. We have seen a lot of that happen among us in Christ with Tabernacle. 
to another prophecy. This is all of you have it. All of you manifest it. But you need faith to go into deep. Have you not told someone something before? Like an advice and it didn't happen like that. Yeah, it's not premonition. It is the gift of prophecy. That is what. Sometimes we come to your mind like a thought. And before you know it, it happens as you Even when it comes to your mind, you may think that you, didn't, you discard it. But when it gets there, what you have thought is what happens. It's the gift of prophecy. It's the gift of prophecy. Because the gift of prophecy, the Bible tells us when we go straight away into it, we'll do that in a minute, that it encourages, it builds up, you know, it reveals the heart of man, the intention of man, and stuff like that. And it establishes the gift of prophecy. And Joel said, it will pour his spirit upon our flesh. All of us will prophesy. And then, um, Peter, in um, 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 Acts, um, no, Paul in 1 Corinthians 14, he said, I wish that you all speak in tongues, but even more to prophesy. That all should speak in tongues, but even more to prophesy. So if all should speak in tongues, every Christian can and should, which goes with Mark 16, 17. The same scripture that says, science, you will speak in tongues, and you will heal, it says you will speak in tongues. Look at what it says here. The next one is distinguishing between spirits or discernment of spirits. That's many people always ask for it. <clears throat> but be careful. You know, in discernment of spirits, discernment of spirits is, is very rare. Because if you're a person who talks, talk, 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 can never happen. Because there are things that will be revealed to you, you cannot say. In discernment of spirit. Not everything you see, you can say. So if you are not a person that God can entrust with secrets, tell you many things, reveal many things to you, and you still keep it quiet. If you are someone who will say, I want to say it, so that when it happens, they will know. You are out of the equation. Because not everything God tells you, tells you, tells you. And if you say something and it happens, it's nothing to do with you. What would they know? No, what? what? Attitude like that, hold back that manifest. So if you're a person who can keep secret, then discernment of spirit. Discernment of spirit is good. It's not demons you see. You could see demons. You could smell them. You could have ability to smell a particular disease or sickness when people have them, even when doctors have not diagnosed them. When they stand before you, the odor that will come, you know it, that it is this infirmity. And you rebuke it, they will see manifestation instantly. The silence of spirit is so powerful, so strong. You can see the mind of people sometimes. You can see people who intend to hurt you, but they are laughing to you. But they have intention that is evil. In the summit, as we can see, 
You know, when, <laughs> when you, I told you some time ago that when I work in meetings, people who have witches, witchcrafts, when I pass, I know it. If I walk like this and I meet someone on the road, he has witchcraft, he passes by the breeze, I will know that that person has this. And sometimes when I look into their eyes, you will see the spirit will begin to manifest. They will go. I've been in a church before that, you know, people were speaking in tongues. Pentecostal church, everybody was speaking in tongues. Ah, and I saw spirit floating. That is discernment. They look like sponges. And I said, Lord, what is this? I see all these give work together. I said, Lord, what is this? And the Lord said, I should look at it again. I looked at it again. And he said to me, these are witches. But what is this sponge over their head? He said, it's my green. I said, why? He said, it's their weapon. You cast out my grain from people? He said, that is their weapon. So I said, okay, Lord. What shall I do? And I know it. So what, did, what will I do? That migraine should enter their head. And I said, migraine, enter their head. I have just casted migraine out of people who had migraine. And then suddenly you began to hear, ah, oh, all over the church, the people who are the witches. Yes. They began to confess. You know, when people are confessing witchcraft, that you told, shut up. I say, I must talk. <laughs> I must talk. Don't talk here. I have to say it. <laughs> and they began to talk about people they've afflicted with migraine, and they began to expose their works of migraine. That has happened before. Another one has happened. They were speaking in tongues. And I jingled the bell. In that church, you jingle bell, people have to stop. Jingle the bell, they didn't stop. I jingled the bell again, and they stopped. And I told the senior pastor, witches are speaking in tongues in your church. He said, no. I said, do you permit me to bring them out? Thank God for Africa. He said, this is church. A witch here, bring him out. And I said, okay, now, all of you, if you have witchcraft, don't speak in tongues. Now start speaking in tongues. And people were speaking in tongues. And their leader was the one who, he was this, you know, going all over. You know, people who speak in tongues and they are jumping from one chair to the other. It is demons inside them. Holy Ghost don't do that. People are speaking in tongues and they are going like that. And they are holding them. It is demons inside them. If you just point to them and say, you fast pray, out! They will somersault instantly. Any one of you can do that. You know, the easiest time to cast out demons is when they manifest. They will get out of the people. Any one of you can do that. We understand? You have authority in your lips. So, I went straight away. Pastor followed me. You, I grabbed their mouth. Pull them out. When I touched their mouth, because they all closed their eyes too. Touch the mouth, the lips. Stop. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> out. By the time I brought Three or four of them out. Others, mm, they stopped speaking in tongues. And I don't have a problem with you because you have stopped speaking in tongues anyway. I said, if you are weak, don't speak in tongues. And they contravened it. And I brought them out. When I brought them out, those ones I brought out, you know, angels are very interesting. They won't let them go. 
They began to confess. The summit of spirit is so vast. By the summit you can divide, you can discern angel. You can discern the voice of God from the voice of man. Because sometimes it comes like the voice of man. The summit you can discern when demons counterfeit like angels of light. You can discern it. You can discern thoughts when you have an issue and a thought comes to your mind. That that thought is not from God. It may look good, but it may not look God. It will lead you to disaster. So the gift of discernment is a gift. I will say, oh, believe as you are. I think it is the, it is, it, um, I can define it that it begins from the end of common sense. You know, discretion. Uh-huh. Common sense is discretion. So the gift of discernment, where common sense stops, the gift of discernment operates. Because common sense can never get camouflage. There are some camouflage who are very perfect. Discernment will get it. So it is a gift to look for. But you must be somebody whose mouth you can see and you don't speak. Unless you say speak. Then you have tongues and interpretation of tongues. And all these are by the same spirit 11. All these are the work of one and the same spirit. And he gives them to each one just as he determines. Those are all the gifts of the spirit. I'm not looking at the gift of God today, but we're talking about the gifts of the spirit. Now, how can you manifest? Because we now have that, of course, it is these gifts. All these gifts are the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Something that really intrigues me here is is in verse 11. It says, these are the works of one and the same spirit. And he gives to each one just as he determines. Yes? So, if I'm the one who determines what to give you, what will you do to me? Draw close, yes? Tell me what will you do to me? Huh? Yeah, you will befriend me. Isn't it? Excuse me. If I have so much money, because you can understand money, and you say money means road, I have so much money that even if you come to my house, you will just find some $100 bill somewhere, uh, 50 pounds somewhere, all over the whole land. They're my, my garden, you know. And I'm a member of the church. I mean, God gave me the money. Will you offend me? No, I'm asking you. <laughs> the first one came to me. He said, Apostle, I want to wed. I want to wed. I said, okay, I'll, I'll do something at your wedding. On his wedding, I got a house in, um, in um, uh, what do you call this area that all of them live? Parkland. And then I gave him, I'm the chairman of his wedding. I gave him a car key, which is a Rolls Royce, and I gave him, you know, a house in Parkland. All right? And other youths are in the church. Will any of you disobey me? 
Excuse me. Now, will any of you disobey me? No, 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 no. If anybody, even if their parents talk to them and they are arguing, say, I will report it to Apostle. Say, please, 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 Apostle, I have done it. <laughs> I have done my mother said. Because the first one I gave, the second one I gave, the third one I gave, and I think that those who are adults will, will just be my friend. They would like to be my friend. Yes? So is the Holy Spirit. Befriend him. Because he determines, he decides, he's the one who determines what to give, when to give, who to give. What to give, when to give, who to give. As he determines. You don't, you don't befriend him by fast. It's by good behavior. Isn't it? I say when you fast, anytime you fast, you do what I'm saying. Whenever you fast, you're a member of this church. Only seek God for purification of yourself. True fasting. From morning to night, cleanse me, Lord. Purify my heart and mind. Because our heart is desperately wicked. Our flesh is depraved. That's why my God will eat this flesh. Our mind is always devising what is not right. Unless God help us. Each of those things pollutes our spirit man. So when I fast, it is to discongest that what the devil had done in my Remember I told you last year, an angel of the Lord appeared to me. Remember that angel who told me that, look, he said, you have not been, you have not been using God the Holy Spirit. And I said, and I said, but how? He said, you have been sending fire to the enemy and it burns the enemy. But have you ever sent the fire of the Holy Ghost to yourself? I said, why? He said, your soul, your body, and your spirit to destroy everything the enemy have planted. Remember I told you? And he said to me, this is your song, be thou my battle. My battle coat. Put it on the screen for me. My battle shield. Sword for the fight. It says, be thou my battle. Shield sword for the fire. Be thou my dignity, thou my delight. Thou my soul shelter, thou my high tower. Raise thou me heavenward, O power. An angel was singing this to me. He tells you that the singer of this song didn't sleep belly and begin to straddle. He had angels singing to his spirits and he sang it. The angel of heaven sang it to me. Can you not see Holy Ghost in that? Who is your battle shield? Who is the sword for your fire? Your dignity. Who is your delight? Your soul shelter. Come on now. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said, I'm going and I will send you the comforter. Here now is Holy Spirit. It is Holy Spirit of God. It is the Holy Spirit of God. Listen to me. So, for you to get it, to walk in all these powers and supernatural, it is first befriend him. Now, let me now end up. Jesus gave us the key. Luke chapter 11. We want to prove whether what Jesus said is true. Luke chapter 11, verse 9. So I say to, I, I say to you, ask and it shall be given to you. 
seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Yes? Come on, yes, church. I want everyone at the back to answer me yes. Uh-huh. Let's look at the second one. Shall we read it together, please? Who is that one who the door will be open to? Who is the one who seeks and finds? Who is the one who asks and receives? It's you. Now, what did he say you should ask? Look at verse 11. Shall we read it together? Mm-hmm. The next. And then the next one. Is it true or false? Let us see the book of Acts. And then you will pray. Your mouth is what God needs from you. But you know, I've told you, your heart must believe. You are. You ask with your spirit, not with lips. Let me tell you something. You women, be careful. Don't let the powder you have plastered your eyes with. Yes. They say what you pray. Father, Lord, Lord, Father, Lord, fish. Father, Lord, Lord, Father, Lord, Lord, Father. Which Father? <laughs> Holy Ghost is passing and he's blessing people. Hey, Lord. Yes, Father, Lord, Jesus. Lord, Jesus. Oh, yeah. You're using something to clean this. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You will not pray that kind of prayer in Jesus' name. Are you with me now? This is a place where your powder will fly this way and your lipstick will become oil. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody today? When you finish and you have gotten the power, we will rub your face with powder again and your lipstick, but that one, that lipstick will be spin fire. Are you with me now? Men don't have much problem. They don't. Because men don't paint all these things. They just put, the one who remember, just put, <laughs> I say, they just cut their face with one, one lolly, and that's it. But you, and I, I watched you when you were worshipping, you know, why some people are really worshipping, some were crying, some their face was dry, like a dry winter. Others are seeking God, singing. I say, oh my God, look at this one. <laughs> look at this one. Holy Ghost will fire in them. Huh? So, not the when the Pentecost of Pentecost come. From that look, let us see what brought the Pentecost. Chapter 1 of Acts. And let's look at verse 12. Verse 12. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olive on Sabbath day. Sabbath day's walk from city. The next verse says, When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James, 
Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simeon, and the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. Then, what did they say there? Uh-huh. They did what? They joined constantly together in prayer. Jesus says, if you bad fathers know how to give good things, how will God not give Holy Ghost to those who pray, 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 pray? Seek ye shall find, knock ye shall be able to ask ye shall receive. Prayer, 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 prayer. It lifts you into the realm of the power. Manifesting power if you are a prayer person. If you are not a prayer person, you cannot get it. You don't get anything from God without asking Him. Prayer, 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 prayer. Prayer is not a place of play. Listen to me. Those of you who have prayer groups in church, I'm revisiting your prayer group, Shiloh Pillars and the rest of them. It's not a place to celebrate birthday. It's not a place to distribute gifts for people. It's a place to gather to pray. Don't let Satan take it away from you and make it a social gathering. JTA come together is not a place where somebody is believed will give him gift. No! If anybody has such an issue, the church handle you. Give people gift yourself. People are having better, you go and give them. You know, there are people who are miserly. They always want to hide on that group to give, and they will not give anything. When you gather for prayer, it's for prayer. It's like turning your Wednesday meeting to a celebration of her. Somebody did this today. Somebody wants to do that. No, 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 no. Satan is digressing you tactically. When we come to pray, we come to talk to God. We want to study the word of God. We want to study the word of God. Don't let the devil introduce any worldliness into your prayer life. All right? It says here. They join together. These guys, the, Jesus just ascended before their eyes. Only them remain. They had promise from him. They locked up themselves and continued to pray. Day and night they were praying. Like we have been praying now for 500 and what days? What's, what's today's date? 20 what? So we have been praying for 120 days today. 520 days today. They joined constantly. An attitude that will go before God, that will not leave God until God fulfills what he says. That's what I'm talking about. Not a prayer you just pray because it's easy. Oh, it's, it's comfortable for me. Complete attitude to pray and seek God. Because you know that when God promises that he will do, but the only communication to get it is through prayer. Someone says, I've been looking for promotion. How many times do you pray? I prayed, I prayed for you, and then I then forgot. Why did you forget? Did you get it? He said, pray until your joy is full. Is that what I'm to say? That is the condition for prayer? Why did you stop asking him and your joy is not full? Then we are, you have gone up here, and you needed more prayer to reach and get it. And you stop here, and you went back down. You start again. And when you get here, here, you reach here, you go down again. That's why men don't get what they want. Seek until you find. Pray until something happens. So, they prayed. What happened then? Acts chapter 2. Let's see what happened. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. 
Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a wild, a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. This is the answer to their prayer. They were still praying till that day. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came and rest on each one of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enables them. You see what that scripture is? What about the beautiful gates? The chapter 3. The healing of the man in beautiful gate. When you read that scripture, let's read what happened before. Look at chapter 2. First and verse 42. Prayer is the key. Look at 42. They devoted themselves to apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to breaking of bread and to prayer. And that scripture helps us to understand that you can be devoted to prayer, 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 prayer. If you pray well, you will not work too hard in life. You will not labor too hard in life. Because at the place of prayer is the presence of God. You never go to the presence of God without coming with glory. Each time you go, you collect glory. Each time we pray, you collect glory. When we, you see, as you are here now, angels are here, cherubs are here, they are all waiting. Of course, they are walking around and they are moving. The moment we start praying, you see them in action. But it is your heart in praying that can connect. It, that is what it can touch. They are the ones who steer you up to pray more, to pray more, to pray more. When you hit it, that's it. That's it. It says they devoted themselves to prayer. Then what happened? Verse 23. Everyone was filled with awe. Many wonders and miraculous signs was what? Done because the church did what? Prayed. Look at chapter 3 then, one of the wonders. In chapter 3 verse 1 it says, One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer. Holy Ghost came at the time of prayer. Beautiful gate miracle happened at the time of prayer. At three in the noon, ninth hour. Then it says, now a man crippled from birth was being carried. I love that. They say, a man crippled from birth. It's like that man that God healed in, in, in the La Vega city. It's like that woman in England, in London here called Laura, who, who was paralyzed in one hand from the age of one and a half. It is like that crippled boy that God healed in CSU and a crippled girl, born with, crippled with polio. Why? Because some people prayed. You want hard power? Pray hard. You want easy life? Pray well. Pray well. It says, he was born. It doesn't matter. Where they put him begging, to beg for, uh, from those who are going to the temple. The next verse says, when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Yes, Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. The work of prayer, it provoked faith in you. Because when you are a person of prayer, you have so much confidence in your partner, Holy Ghost. You always spend good time with him, seeking him, praying to the Lord. So you can speak on his behalf. Look at us. He knew what he was going to do that place. 
So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Listen to me. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have, but what I have, I give you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, work. You who are going for evangelism, you got a key now? <clears throat> you got a key now? JTA, I can't hear you say amen. Amen. All of us are JTA now. Let me help you know something. I'm, I'm teaching you easy life. What is called easy life? Easy, easy, easy. Oh boy, when I was in school of surveying, Jesus will appear to me, take me to the board, and write me exam question and answer. He said to me, understand, everything will just go boom to my head. What can he not do? What can he not do? You are witnesses of a man who came to me some years ago. Those of you who were with me at the time, some of you were not born there anyway. Yes, it was 1990. And he was crying. My life is finished. My life is finished. My life is finished. I said, ah, why is your life finished and you are still talking? <laughs> you understand? He said, bailiffs are coming to my office to carry everything away. I said, so your life is still in your body. What is the problem? He said that he got loan from a man who invested huge money. I think that money at that time, if we equate it now, could be about 0.5 million. He put it in a business, which is promising. Paid the manufacturer. And the manufacturer said, if you pay this money, we'll release the goods. And he has gotten those who will buy it. Oh gosh, is that not a good deal? After paying that, the supplier said, no, you have to pay 10000 only to finish that transaction. And he doesn't have 10000 And because of that, he ran into problems. And beliefs are coming. Beliefs are coming. You know, when beliefs come then, all his money he borrowed, how will he get it? No wonder he said his life is finished. There is one who prays. There is the other one who was doing guy all over the city. He is the one doing guy. He doesn't know how to pray at the time. Well, you want to encounter? Pray hard. So, I said, your life is not finished. Let's talk to God. God is not far. Heaven is not far. Come on, let's go. Let me tell you something. I want all of you to get there. You need to know this, I will always remind you. From the age of nine, I have been what I am now. From the age of nine. That's my consciousness. So that any young one cannot say, ah, possible because, no. 1991, I'm not as old as this. I was in my 30s, isn't it? 91 is how many years ago? Yes, I was in my 30s. Then let me say this to you. So I said, let's pray. God is not far. I want you to be in a place you can say, God is not far. I want to be in a place where anything happens. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't, let's talk to God. But you can be in it when you start praying all the time. Not pray only at evening 7 p.m. Prayer. It's your prayer. No. That dose 
medication given us by doctor for prayer. At least three times a day, our friend Daniel knelt down before his God. I prayed. He was looking at me. No, the problem that will happen to you, that prayer will escape from your mouth. May God not let it happen. <laughs> he was sitting down on the floor in my room in Ludwig was looking at me. He can't pray at all when he got there. And as we started praying, started praying. You know the prayer I prayed? Immortal, invisible, God only wise. I began to thank God. I began to thank God. He asked me to begin to ask God, do something. No, not do something. I thank God for what he had done. Because I know the key to his heart. We will enter his gates. We enter his courts. We will say, It may be bad day. The Lord made it. You will change it with prayer. And we are praying, we are praying, we are praying. I was thanking God, thanking God, thanking God. You know, when I start thanking God, 10 minutes you think it's over. I thank God, I thank God. And then 30 minutes, we are still thanking God. And then 35 minutes and 45 minutes. When I got to 45 minutes, I just saw that I was out of my body. He was still there. I was still thanking God. And I was taken to heaven instantly. And I saw the doors open in heaven. And I was taken into a room in heaven. And I was still thanking God. He was there. And I was saying what I saw. And I stood in that room in heaven. It's like a courtroom. And I saw him standing here. And I saw accuser of the brethren standing here and then i saw the lord himself the father was there and the lord was there and he was accusing him several things he had done and after accusing him of all what he had finished that 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 uh, accusation took hours though in the in the spiritual it's it's, it's, it's just few seconds a few minutes and then the Lord Jesus appeared and quoted the scripture and i saw all the accusation boom wiped off and the Lord said to me, look down. I looked down to the earth and I saw Wickford. I've never been to Wickford in my life. And I saw a street in Wickford. And at the corner of the street is a bank, backless bank, I'll never forget it. And I saw it's in a roundabout. And that, that road is a straight road that went to the, the, the A road. And he said, tell him to go there. The Lord said to me, he knows that place. Tell him to go there. I have 10,000 pounds waiting for him. It's 10,000 pounds he needed. And I cannot thank him, God. I was rolling on the floor. Rolling on the floor. Some of you only standing. You better bend your knees. You better roll on the floor. Thanking God. When I got up, I said, bro. He said, what is it? I said, it is it. It is it too. Because two of us are here praying. Somebody has... <laughs> you don't need Richard Branson rocket. To reach heaven. Someone has gone to heaven and come back. He said, what is it? I said, the, what I said is what I saw. I said, Lord, tell me the heaven about you. I said, do you know Wickford? He said, is that the place I take home? I said, okay. When you get to going to Wickford from the main road, you pass a road and that road goes down to the end of that Wickford and there's a roundabout. He said, yes. I said, there's a bank on the, on the left side. He said, yes. I said, go there on Monday. The Lord has 10,000 pounds for you. He said, but I don't have accounts with Barclays. I said, bro, did you hear me? Did I ask you whether... 
Oh la la. <laughs> you know one song I want to sing? You don't understand it. It says, Jesu e mi ofi. Oh, come ifuwa. Mo jebi mo beshu. Bon wo le gbani. La ye ati loru. Ko se ni bire. The other verses. Yes, you me what he says when your spirit leads the first one says Jesus I will give my whole heart to you I have, I have he, said, he says I have sinned and I am done for but you can deliver in heaven and on earth there is none like you you died for the sinner and you died for me also. And the other song says, I will give all to you. When your spirit leads me, how great is it? Just for me to calmly learn from your feet. I told the man, go to that bank and tell the ma- ask for manager. When you see manager, tell manager, my pastor was praying for me yesterday. He said, Jesus said, I have 10,000 here. He said, go. I said, if you don't do what I say, believe I'm coming to carry your load. <laughs> Remember? I said, but when you are going to the bank, dress well and carry briefcase. Put all the information of your business in the briefcase. So he went. When he got to the, to the gate, he said to the, to the counter, he said to the lady, can I see the manager? There's no black in that place at that time. The manager, the lady looked at him. He said, did you have a problem with him? He said, no. He said, you can't see him then. He said, can I see the manager? And the manager had. The manager opened the door and said, are you all right? He said, yes, sir. Are you the manager? Yes, I'm the manager. Can I see you, sir? All right, come in. Come in. Sit down. When he sat down, the manager said, what can I do for you? He said, yesterday, my pastor was praying. And he said, the Lord said, he has 10,000 for me in this bank. The manager looked at him and said, all right, what will you use 10,000? He brought his briefcase. He opened it. And he started showing him the the auditory, the case history of And the manager said, after looking at everything, the manager said, well, I cannot give you a loan because you won't, you, you won't be credible to take. But I know what I'll do. He said, I'll come to your office on Thursday. So, 
He came out. He told me, he phoned me, he said, the manager didn't give me. I said, that's a lie. What did he tell you? He said, he said he will come on Thursday. If he will not give you, why will he come and see you? On Thursday, cut the long story short, or the short story long. God will open your ears and eyes. The manager came with forms, and the manager has filled it. He said, young man, sign this. I have opened an account for you with 10,000 pounds overdrawn facility, devolving facility, so that you can pay that money, and that amount will be available to you as you pay back. You can, you can take it back and use it for your business. He said, I believe. Do you know what happened? The manager is born again. He's a child of God. God sent him to that place because he knows that that child, that man there, is his child of God. So when he says, my pastor prayed and God said, the guy understood. He told him that nobody would have done this unless God spoke to him. Some of you think that all those who rule in the top are of the devil, a lie to the United Nations, to World Bank. God has saints there. Every business, every look and corner, God has his children positioned there. Let me tell you this. Prayer, what can he not do? You see this. How many means do I have? What is, where is your research? Ah, the day is young. Now, look at this. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankle became strong. You remember that this happened because they prayed. They joined constantly together in prayer. Correct? Now, let's look at the next prayer. Go to chapter 4. 22. The next miracles that happened. Chapter 4. No. That man who was healed, we finished it. Let's go to chapter, verse 23. On their release, Peter and John, that is this miracle of this man. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own company, their own people, and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. After this man was healed, he landed them in trouble. So they banned them not to preach again, or else they will all go to jail or be punished. So after they released them, they went back to their own people. To do what? What did they go to do? When they had this, they raised their voices together to who? In what? I can't hear you over there. I can't hear you over there. If Satan cannot seal your mouth, he cannot hinder your blessing. Alright? He can do anything to your body. If your mouth is still your mouth and you can cry to the Lord. The Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be saved. So, they prayed. Sovereign Lord, they said. You have made the heavens and the earth by the, and the sea and everything in them. Go to verse 30. So, at the end of their prayer, what did they say? Shall we read together, please? Now, that is what they just forbid them from doing. And they are asking for more. Did you get it now? That is resilience. 
That's the people who understood Jesus' principle. He said, if you can ask the Father for Holy Ghost, He will give you. When you get Holy Ghost, forget all the problems. It will solve all problems. Look at what he says here. Stretch out your hand. Do you know something? Some of us have, we, I know, Satan gave everyone cross to carry. So, all of us have testing, trial, isn't it? And when you finish this one and you pass it, you relax a little bit. Another one is coming. You must get it until you go to grave. Listen to me. And you must be victorious in every trial. Also, it is impossible for trial to overcome a saint of God. It's never possible. If your back is almost at the ground, Holy Ghost will give the devil a stud. He will reach the ground before you and then he will lift you up. That's how the fight in the spiritual is. That's why the spiritual is. Let me tell you, the problem you had yesterday, where is it? The one you are having today will soon expire. Another one will come. You will overcome it. Don't let any problem hinder you. Look at these guys, what they said they should not do, and they know God said they should do. They pray that God should not do it. Serious. Avalanche. Okay, so they pray, stretch your hand. So, so before, it is Peter's hand that was stretched. Yes, sir. Now, they said to God to stretch his hand. Can you understand now? So when God now stretches his hand, he will disrupt everybody. Everywhere, everywhere. You will see miracles and manifestation of power. It's no more the gift of, of faith. And God will answer, perform miraculous signs and wonders, they said. Through the name of your holy servant Jesus. Let us see what happened after their prayer. Let us read it together. After they prayed. I can't hear you from that place. Can you people see it from that place and read it for me? Your prayer will shake the devil. Your prayer will shake the kingdom of hell. Your prayer will shake your building. It will shake everything around you. That is prayer. There is nothing that should be shaken that will remain unshaken. By your prayer, you have the power to do this. Don't let anybody deceive you. You don't need any other anointing. You only need to stand in Christ and pray. If you have committed sin, ask him to forgive you. And that's it. Put it behind you and move on. Don't come before God and be guilty of what you did. Tell him you are sorry. Go, don't go back to it. You are as original as you were before you committed the sin. He cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Listen to me. The place where they were meeting was shaking and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. That's why I told you, a Christian in our days who believed that YouTube is his church, you are gone for free. Gone for free. You remember I told you, the Lord told me, Satan will use delusion now. Come on, don't be deluded. <laughs> Let me say this to you. They came to their company. It is in their church. They prayed. The building was shaking. So when the building shook, did God not stretch his hand? There was no deformation of structure. 
but the building was shaking. The building was shaking. They are the one who called for it. And they, be, and they were not afraid. They were rejoicing that the Lord has stretched his hand. The Lord has stretched his hand. The Lord has stretched his hand. Why will that work in you and I? That is exactly the same thing. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. When the hand of God rests upon your head, when the hand of God rests upon your house, you shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. It rests upon your church. You shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what happened there. Know this, they pray with their hearts. No joking. No joking. No one look for time before God. Rich word died. Death is pursuing them. It can happen in England. Let me tell you. You think you are comfortable? Watch it. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And what did they do? They spoke the word of God with boldness. Under the Holy Ghost, boldness will come. Under the Holy Ghost, faith will come. You will go out and preach the word of God. You will tell the land to rise up on the streets and they shall rise up. You won't think it twice. But what will bring you there? Bring you there? Prayer. Prayer. That's why Satan can allow Christians to do many things. But to pray, he will not let them. Clean hands, they struggle. Pure heart, they struggle. Hey, this one offend me. That one offend me. Can you imagine? Born again. You are looking for offense. It's in the grave. There are better things in God than all those rubbish. Hey, this one did this. Let them do what they want to do. It's not your business. They say in my language, I like a I'm more you know, let me interpret it to you. If you are a greatest dancer and you have a child, if that child doesn't know how to dance, it's his business. Can you, as a greatest dancer, carry the leg of your child and be tell using leg that this is how they dance it? Leave the leg, tell him to dance, he will still behave like he used to behave because dancing is in your head. If he doesn't know how to dance, it's his business. So what is your problem? This one did not do this. And this one did that. This one did that. This is what I want. What you want is for you. If I don't do what you want, it's not your business. Excuse me. Even if you are my first child, you chose your part. I have no business with that. That is your part. You can't give me one sleepless night. It's your decision. It's like that young man. Time will tell who decided right. And I cannot regret if someone now, I say, don't do this, you did it. And then things begin to happen. I would just be saying to you, sorry, <laughs> sorry, you have only gained experience, and that experience now becomes testimony. Hallelujah. Hey, if, I, if he had known, which if he had known, you did what you want to do. Let your heart be clean. Don't let Satan lay eggs on your, in your heart as to hinder your prayer. He prayed. They prayed. Filled with the Holy Ghost. And spoke bold. Look at what happened thereafter. I think this one will be almost enough. Look at the next verse. Shall we read together? All the believers who preach love there for them. Nobody preached love for them. Hey, there should be love in this house. There is no love. You are the one who didn't love. That's why you are saying that. The rest of us love one another. I have lived in the world enough in church of God. When people are saying that we have to pray for love, they are the one who is out of love. Are you hearing me? 
You pray for love. How many students have you come to me to ask me that? Apostle, who are the students in this church struggling to pay their fees? Take 20 pounds to help them. Widows in the church, have you ever come to Apostle and said that? I want to help widows this month. Take, and you are praying for love. Which love are you praying for? You are the one out of love. Let me tell you somebody. Anybody in love does not think there is no love. There's love of that all over him. You know what brought love? Prayer. When God stretched his hand over a man who cried, everything will be correct. Everything will be correct. When your heart is correct, your body will follow. Have you ever heard me say pray for love before? Hey, have you heard it from Apostle? Let us pray for love. You heard me say that. You will never, my dead body will not pray for love. I will act the love. Then you will know how to love. If I think you are not loving enough, I will come to you and show love to you. Then you will now know how to show love to others. But what can I pray for you? Your heart and your mind. To be educated. If you pray and the hand of God come upon you, everything will correct inside you. That's what you saw here. Stretch your hands. That's it. Family disagree. When God stretch your hand, everything will go will fall in line. He says, stretch your hand. And then he says, all the believers who had one heart and mind, no one claimed that any of his possession was his, but they shared everything they had in common. The next verse says what? With great power, the apostles continue to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and much grace was upon them. Much grace was upon them. Much grace was upon them. Which means they prospered. They prospered. They don't need to struggle. They prospered. They were promoted. They had increased. Everyone whose heart and mind are united, and in prayer they succeed and that is what released the apostle apostles don't have to think about oh we want to do crusade in Inverness how, how are we going to get the money we want, we want to do crusade in Manchester how we, they don't have business with that they tell the church this is where the Lord has said I go the church gather they follow administration planning they are the ones who do it the ministers apostles will come in manifestation move they mop up apostles don't count money they don't have problem with money they, 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 if you read this down when they brought money this became so prosperous this is where barnabas was revealed the barnabas you saw in Acts chapter 13. now paul and barnabas they went on journey now when the lord blessed them and they brought money to the apostles feet what the apostles do with the money he gave it to the poor there Apostles didn't take it home. They distributed to those who have need there according to their need. And nobody lied that he had need which they did not have need because the hand of God was upon them. The one who lied died. They died straight away. The apostle cannot be sued for manslaughter or murder because there is no men's rare. Now, Listen, <laughs> oh my God, no mess here. You just said the feet of those who carry your husband. Go, go to court and tell me that if I say the feet of those who carry somebody's husband, the person fell and dead, and that, how did I, how was I, either contribute or directly responsible for the death of the one who died? No, no, I only spoke, and you two spoke, everybody spoke. Hmm? But there was somebody there whose hand was heavy. 
He is God Almighty. Everybody feared God without being told to fear God. Everybody walked in unity without being instructed on unity. Everybody walked in love of God. Nobody claimed what is his own his own. They shared what they had in common. Power was moving. Power was moving. Everybody was rejoicing. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We got to that point right now. I said we got to that point right now. Where everyone will manifest, everyone will manifest. The world will become useless to you. Your pursuit will be the kingdom of God. They perform miraculous signs and wonder. And they continue to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. If you read that scripture down, it became so much that the shadow of Peter was healing the sick. That's what brought it. The shadow of Peter was healing the sick. The last one I will show you is two together. In the book of John, in the book of Acts chapter 12, when they put, in this one too, they put them in prison. An angel came and brought Peter out of prison because of the prayer. Angel came. The gate opened. <coughs> Alright? And if you look at the book of Acts chapter 12 also, you will discover that they put Peter in prison because James was killed. And the church earnestly prayed for him. What happened? An angel went into the prison. If there is anyone under prison, under my voice, angels will visit that prison. I said the angel of God will visit that prison. He will lose you from the prison. He marched them out. Listen to me. There is something about your prayer. And when your prayer and my prayer and your prayer and your prayer conjugate, heaven will rend open. I say heaven will rend open. Now, when we pray now, I don't want you to have not prayed here, got home, and begin to have this notion that if you pray in your house, it will not be as powerful. If the connection we have here, anywhere you go, once you start praying, the Spirit of God will activate the heart of somebody else in this link. Okay? Understand that. And we we'll begin to pray. If you look at the book of uh, Acts, chapter 10, let's look at that very quickly. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. It says, at Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as Italian regiments. Number two, he and all his family were what? Devout. That is what we give you every day. You read the Bible. In your house, CFT, you bend your knees and pray. 9 a.m. or 12, 3. Observe the hours of prayer as much as you can. You can pray during the watches. First watch, 6 p.m. Second watch, 9 p.m. Third watch, 3 p.m. and 6 in the morning. And then the hour of prayer begins at 9 a.m. You have been taught this again and again. Is it? Is a principle here. This man was devout and God fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed regularly. Like you are praying now in your houses regularly. And we come together to pray. Look at the result. One day, that one day will come to you. It says at about 3 p.m., ninth hour of prayer, in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius, rise up on your feet now. We are going to pray. 
He saw an angel of the Lord in a broad daylight in the afternoon. You know what you are going to do? I want to lift up your voice and begin to thank the God of heaven. Begin to give God the glory. The God who lives, who dwells in the praise of his people. Lift up your voice and thank God. It's by prayer. If Cornelius prayed and he had a vision, begin to give God the praise. Give God the praise and thank God for your life. Give God the praise and thank God for your life. Lift up your voice together. Pray with your spirit the prayer of thanks. Pray in your spirit, with your spirit, a prayer of thanks. Begin to thank God that Lord, if you appeared to Cornelius and you sent your angel to Cornelius, thank you for the ministry of angels here now.
Yes, you are receiving the gift of the Spirit of God. through your lips to you. Yes. Speak out in the name of the Lord. Let it run. Let it come. Rivers of God. Rivers of God. Receive unction from your in your spirit.
Lord. Faith, 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 the flame of faith rests upon the church. Let the flame of faith rest upon the church. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. O God of burning cleansing flame, you should have it there. O God of burning cleansing flame, send the fire.
Let me ask you. How many of you spoke in a different tongue you have never spoken before today? Wave your hands to me. Now, you have the gift of tongue by which when you are baptized you speak. You have tongues for prayer, for warfare. You have tongues for worship. There are various kinds of tongues. You know, the Holy Spirit reminded me that um, three Sundays ago, I was finishing your meeting here and I heard the voice of God said about the Taliban or two weeks ago. He said, America women. He said, Britain will regret. Do you remember? Go and get that tape again. Because the decision was a blunder. And you heard me say, if Satan wear a white garment, he's still the same devil. Did you hear me say that recently? The world has just been plunged into a, a disaster. <clears throat> when we talk about Afghanistan, we only ask God for mercy. A warfare that the West did not understand has just begun. But when we talk about that city, that nation, we ask God for mercy. Because the intelligence of man will fail. We know that. But when we talk about the nation, we ask God for mercy. Because of the innocent and the ignorant who do not know what is happening in the heavenlies. Who did not sit with those who start to take decisions with Lucifer as to plunge the whole world into another chaos. We pray for revival. <clears throat> we pray that Jesus will pass through Afghanistan so that it will not be our turn in England. I want to guarantee you that among those who have escaped are them that we don't want. We need to pray. He says the intelligence of the intelligent will fail him. And the knowledge of the wise will destroy him. <clears throat> we need to pray. You need to pray for sight. I want to ask God for that. Sight to see. Ears to hear. Mind to understand. Bow your heads and speak to God. On this. Because you are prophetic people. Sight to see. He has to hear and mind to understand. Ah, Lord, I thank you. Yes, Lord, let everybody hear your voice as you are speaking to me now, Lord. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Sight to see. He has to hear. Mind to understand. Father, Visions of the night instead of nightmares. Mm.
Oh Father, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name. The Lord told me that some expected that I would be anointing, that I will be laying hands today and anointing them. The Lord said to me that tell them I have anointed them. The Lord Himself, His hand is upon you with His oil in His hands. While we are holding this meeting, the Lord passed in the midst of us. Of course, I wanted to anoint you. And the Lord said to me that he had laid his hands on everyone, and he has anointed everyone in this meeting. Let me say something to you. Rules of engagement, obey what the Lord has said to you. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God. What, I don't know what gift you ask for, but the gifts you ask for, the Lord has sent down upon you. The manifestation of it will happen as you leave this place immediately. Some of you have said to manifest it because when I said to you to ask for gifts, you really did ask for gifts and God really did answer. He did answer. Because He is God and He is faithful to what He has promised. That if you ask from me, you will receive. And he has shown us severally tonight, those who ask and receive. Those who ask and receive. Those who ask and receive. And when it comes to the Holy Spirit, what God is most eager to give is the Holy Spirit. Because when God gives the gifts, when he manifests the gifts in you, your prayer will reduce. That is, your, your petition will reduce, I will say. Not prayer, your petition. God, do this for me. God, do this for me. You will need to ask those things. Because those things will be done by the Spirit and the gift that is inside you. So your prayers will focus on relationship more. Because you don't really have many requests, humanly. Except the requests of people. Your prayer will, will, will be focused on inquiring from the Lord. And this is the place God has brought every one of us tonight. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Take your seats in the heavenly places. Raji, you are the word in the. You are the word in the.
What a gracious night. You are going to the month of grace. The Lord will make all grace abound unto you in this new month. This is Overcomer's Night. It's transition to the new month. We are going to the month nine. Nine is a three multiple of three. Three is God's completion. Completeness. It symbolizes God's perfection as well. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. As you are going into the new month, which is the ninth month, it shall come to pass that heaven over you shall open up. Your cloud over you shall send the dew of heaven. Your ground over you will sprout forth fruits. Your seed that you have been sowing from January shall bring forth harvest. The difficulty of your life shall be made possible. The Lord will give his angels charge over you. They will trigger what you have been longing waiting for. They will bring to manifestation your hope that has almost become hopeless. They who were with Israel when they moved through the wilderness, when Jehovah went ahead of them, they shall be with you and bring you to the place God has prepared for you. May the Lord cause his light to shine upon your path. The Lord will assign a messenger at the door of your lips. Your month of September will be a month to be reckoned with. Your month of September will be a month you will never forget. There are things that heaven has spoken concerning you. That the Father had put them together as a package for you in the new month. They will be delivered to your hands by the hands of angels. Amen. It shall be the month of the angels upon the face of the earth. They will disperse the conjugation of demons around the region of Afghanistan. They will strike their hand to trouble waters and bring calmness. They will cause disruption to come upon those who sit in comfort. They will turn the Ammonites against the Moabites. You will see fierce fighting among them, for their coalition will break into pieces. A flame that is beyond control. Wise they think they are. But the Lord will delude them with fully. The hand of one will be against his brother. And his brother shall not be able to rest for what he has stolen. The coalition of the devil that he has assigned against around the area of Afghanistan shall break into factions. They will not gather. They will not build. They shall be destroyed to the roots. The Lord's hand of mercy shall stretch over that nation. For the blood that has been shed... For the cry of the innocents, they will fall by their own weapons. When the peg of the tent is pulled down, it bends other pegs and breaks some others. As that peg is pulled down, some will go down with them. 
And the nakedness of man shall be exposed publicly. It will be very shameful. But it will be exposed. Let he that stand, stand firm. In this season, the ears of God's saints will be open to hear the mystery that I've been kept for this very season. I see the hand of the Lord and the foot of the Lord Jesus walking along the coastline of Africa. I saw the western region of Africa experiencing the visitation of the Lord. I see the flame of the Lord burning from the coast and moving in the nation to the north. I see the hunters becoming hunted. And I see the hunters running for their lives. For the one who hunts them is the mortal, the invisible, the only wise God. And with his mighty powerful hand, he will deliver his people. I see peace given when it is not expected. I see a reshovel, a restructure. I see overthrow. I see a breeze and the old was blown away. A new horizon come. I see the hand of God in mercy and the foot of our Lord Jesus walking down the coastline of Africa. Moving down to the southern region of Africa. I see mandate fulfilled. I see destiny restored. I see the rising of a new sun that cannot be hindered from the east. I see a new leaf over Israel. I see a new direction, a new turn for the country of Israel. I saw for a time that the hands of their enemy became strong. As if it is stronger than them. And I saw a bit of confusion within the region. But I saw the hand of the Lord stretched out in the midst of it. For their time has not come, says the Lord. And I see the hand of God quell, quell, quenching, bringing to an end. That which the enemy intends to do, because his time has not come. But it was not without confusion and a bit of a chaos and shaking that brought a bit of uncertainty because the one who would have been the reliance of Israel had entered into troubled waters. But the Lord will rise for his people. And it will destroy the coalition of the enemy over there. I see Christ with tabernacle like a newborn baby. But dressed like a king. Can a baby rule? Yes, says the living God. I see the scepter in his hand. Though he looks like a baby. I see a royal robe upon him. And yet, he jumps out of the hand of his mother, stands on his feet, 
and start to run. I see his robe flying behind him. And I see trail of many running after him. For the word that the Lord has spoken shall be brought to pass. Concerning Christ with tabernacle, the diadem that God has given to them shall be adorned by nations. Though you look small in your own eyes, says the Lord, but he that lives forever and ever shall bring to pass that which he had promised. Manifestation that will humble humanity with the spirit of humility upon his sins. I see the hand of God lifting you up. You have seen some lifting up over the period, but what you are about to enter from September will blow your mind. Did I say to Jacob, seek me in vain, says the Lord? Will the people pray continuously without seeing God? Yes, you have entered the month of your grace. As God has said, grace will work for you. In the month of September, grace will be lavished over you. In the month of September, grace will guide you. In the month of September, grace will lift you up. Expect, be full of expectancy and be thankful. Be thankful with joy. Celebrate for your redemption has come. That which God puts in your heart, do it. Do not hold back any longer. There may not be way for people there, but there is way for you because you went through the way. It may be a dead end for others, but because you passed through the way, there shall be a highway for you. See the angels of harvest with sickle in their hands, bringing the harvest for you. Father, we exalt and magnify your holy name. Anyone under my voice who has taken poison or something like that, I cast the poison to die in your body. The pain you are having in your abdomen, I cast it to die in the name of Jesus Christ. I command every body, every strange body in human bodies, every planting in human flesh, while they were sleeping, Every planting in human body, why they did not know it, and then it began to grow. I caused them from their root to die. In the cells of your body, in the waters of your body, in the blood streams of your body, in the organs of your body, in your heart, in your liver, in your kidney, in your lungs, in your brain, your marrows. Your tendons and muscles, flesh. Hear the word of the Lord. Be made whole in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There shall be none that will be barren in your land. Be fruitful in the name of Jesus Christ. None will cast their young. Neither will your wife miscarry any longer. 
Whatever sickness you carry in your body, whatever sickness or pain, you are healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Bones crack and change and move back to your original position. And peace be upon your hips, peace be upon your spines, peace be upon the joints of your body, upon your tassels. in Jesus name every marriage that has been invaded by Satan be free and be restored in the name of Jesus everyone bound I bind the spirit that has bound you lose you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth every prisoner be set free every spirit of waywardness we you in the name of Jesus. And the perpetual spirit of failure, I banish you out of this gathering. You will not fail. You will not fail any longer. Whatever you lay your hands on, you will prosper. Onward ever and backward never. In Jesus' anointed name. See, keep your eyes closed. I want to give opportunity for anybody, maybe you're online. If you come here for the first time and you have not given your life to Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ. If that is you, where you are, raise your hand up. And put that right hand on your chest. And say after me, Lord Jesus, thank you because you died for me. I believe in my heart that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. I confess with my mouth, Jesus, you are my Lord. Come into my heart. I surrender my life to you. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' holy name we are praying. If you have prayed that prayer for the first time, please contact us on our emails or telephone that is always advertised. So that we may rejoice with you. Put your hands together for the Lord God Almighty. Please be seated. Can I ask by myself, if I want to welcome the visitors and also ask you one more question before I sit down. If you are invited to this meeting, please lift your hands up. Anybody coming for the first time? Did you invite any friend or anybody? Can I say this to us? I've told you from the month of May that in the month of September everything will go back to normal. Alright? Therefore, I want every one of you to make sure that when you are coming to a meeting like this, know that this, the Overcomers Night is, is for, not just for you, but it's an outreach. 
for everyone that you know can be benefited. Go to the streets, tell them, and bring them into this meeting. I will pray over your oil too before we close. I remember to do that. And also your request for the month. Now, also, um, JTA, everyone who is a member of JTA, you will be here one and a half hours before the overcomers. The next month, if the overcomers is taking place at 8, which it is, by 6.30, we'll be here. What we will do is what we, we used to do. That is, we will fill the whole of the environment with prayer. So that we have prayed over this hall. Normally we pray a prayer for one hour. So it will be 6 to 6.30. Anybody who comes in under that unction, we just go into various cells and pray. Until the 6.30, why we allow the department to get involved into what they are doing. I'll be holding a meeting in the month of September with all JTAs as the Jesus Territorial Army. We'll be doing a number of restructuring in the month of September, which I will let you know. You know, December is just at the corner. Yeah? We're in September. Before you close your eyes and open it, we're in December. Alright? I told you to write your life you know, what you have spent, you know, from January to, to, to June, and what you earned, to do the balance sheet of your life, to know how much your life worth. Now you have looked at all that. I told you also to write down things you wanted to achieve before June. As I told you that in July. So that you will recognize what you tried to achieve and you failed, and why you failed what you achieved and why you achieved them now between now and october you have to remedy all what you are supposed to have achieved that you did not achieve must be achieved between now and october october is the end of year for christ with tabernacle from october ending we start to look into planning for the new year that is when you start to seek god concerning your life for the new year so that you can begin to have information from God and begin to pray them into being. You do this, you will always be ahead of time. So those of you who have made decisions that you have not been able to execute within this month, next month, present them before the Lord, pray over them. Um, this Sunday is the last Sunday of the month, I'm correct? So I'm going to speak over all your plans for the new year, for the, end, for the end of the year, I mean. That is all what you have planned that you will achieve between now and end of the year. Write them down. This Sunday, I'll be speaking over you. Remember I told you, when you did your analysis, thank God that we have testimonies all around with people who followed it to letter. And I, I think tonight I will give room to about three or four testimonies. So that we can share that together. But by Sunday, bring all what your targets and your requests and your plans are for the rest of the year. And we will deal with it together before the Lord. But don't forget, prayer continues. If you can pray, God can answer. And don't let anything discourage you. 
Now can I ask, if you have a testimony, raise your hand up and let me see you. Stand up please, let me see you, if you have testimonies. I will allow three or four. Yes, please, come over. I can see those two of you. Any other person? Want to share a testimony? I was told by some that they want to share their testimony next month. Yes, come over, please. The testimony that you have not shared is what we want to hear from you. Tell us what happened and what did the Lord do? Praise the Lord. The Bible says unto him that is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all we could ask or ever imagine. To him be all the glory. I stand there as a testimony of God's goodness. I wanted to ask, always wanted to be a nurse. So when I came to this country because of status and everything, I couldn't go on it. So I did make an attempt. I applied to Greenwich University. They took me, but I didn't qualify for funding. So I was like, oh my God. But that didn't stop me. I applied as a nursing associate. Healthcare assistant. So I went to this trust. And just two years afterwards, I was promoted to band four. And two years later, there was a course uh, opening for uh, training for, nursing, uh, for foundation into nursing. And I applied for it. I was taken for it. And just last year, December, I passed that with distinction. I was so grateful to God because I didn't even know how it happened. <laughs> So uh, the journey continued. When this year I had a new manager who, uh, for some reason, I traveled to Nigeria. My sister wasn't well. I had to go and join my mom to support her. And by the time I came back, I had issues with uh, isolation. She was like, oh, um, I asked for annual leave, for my annual leave to be used. She said, no, she's not going to use it because I didn't ask for it before I left. So it was a strong uh, issue of going back and forth. But finally, she said, okay, I would approve it. But she now placed me on performance management. So I was like, okay. So she said she was going to see me for eight weeks. And on the third week, she said, you know what, Grace? You have gone above and beyond my expectations. Uh, you don't need any performance management. This was just formality and everything. She said all manner of things. And she was like, okay, just do your favor. I'm going to give you a pay rise. And she was just all so nice. I was like, okay, God is faithful. So that was in March, end of March. So by April, I hurt my back while I was attending to a patient so uh, i went to her i was like this is what happened i documented it and everything she was like oh refer yourself so which i did so at the end of the day uh it got worse i couldn't take it anymore so i went off sick for three weeks and now the application for me to continue my studies came out and i said to her oh this thing has come she was like oh you're off sick Three weeks later, I went back to work. So when I go back to work, she was like, you know what? I'm not going to sponsor you anymore. I was like, what? She said, she's not going to. I wept. I was like, I've worked for this my whole life. She said, no, you're not doing this. She was just saying no matter of things, and I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. But anyway, at the end of the day, I had to go to the senior management. I was like, this man is depriving me of my uh, opportunity, and I'm not going to let it slide. So they went on it. They had a meeting and everything. The deadline for the submission was 2nd of July. 
And on that day, the senior management came to me and they said, unfortunately, because she's not going to support it, there's nothing we can do about it. And I said, no, I'm not taking no for an answer. So I went, after three weeks, it was really struggle. I was at the point I was, when I came home that day, my mom was like, let's call apostle. I said, no, not yet. And as soon as prayer started at 7 o'clock, it was like I spoke to Apostle everything that happened. He was just saying, where they have said no, they will say yes. That was when it all started in May. And every day Apostle was saying it. And I was just like, what? My mom screamed. She was like, see, we didn't even tell Apostle. I was able to quote everything I was going through. So the battle went on for weeks. My back became so bad, I had to go to A&E. And when I was coming from A&E, she just called me. She was like, Grace, um, you called in sync. I said, yeah. She said, I'm taking you to A&E. I was like, good. She said, oh, you've asked, because I said, I didn't want to work under her again. Oh, you've asked for redeployment. I've, sent, I've signed everything. I just said, Phew. she called the manager. She was like, oh, I've signed Grace uh, redeployment. She can go. Now I was like, it's not, you're not in position to make that decision. She hasn't come back to me. So we went on and on. And finally, after like four weeks, I said, what is all this? I said, I have a union. So I called them. So even though the deadline has passed, 2nd of July, I called the, the union. I was like, this is what is going on. The union called the med- uh, immediate meeting. Two days later, and, she called, and in, during the meeting, she was like, okay, at least I'm not going to support her, but somebody else can support anybody. I'm happy for anybody to sign the form. So I was like, oh, my God. So the union was like, your, fi- your form will be signed. So I called the, um, the education team. I said, the lady has agreed that somebody else can sign my form. Who? She said she's going on holiday. When she comes back, she will let me know. So I was like, okay, while in that process, I was just like, there's a scripture that keeps coming to her. All things work together for good. To those who love God and are called according to his purpose, I say, God, this will end up for me. And along the line, my probably mama was also searching for another job. I just said to her, I said, when you find something, let me know. And uh, she sent something to me by the end of June. I looked at it. I was just like, I don't even know. I'm just tired of this uh, recruitment. So the last date of, was a Sunday. So I said, I said to Sister Larissa, I said, I'm supposed to apply for this job, but today is the last. She was like, no. And to see that we started and I did my statement. I started filling the form and I was running late for work. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I called the kid. I said, please, help me complete this application. And two, three minutes to the deadline, we submitted the application. After we submitted it, less than 48 hours, they called me for interview. And this is the role that I've always thought about in my heart that I would like to specialize in, TVN. So when they called, they were like, we need you, we, we see your statement, we like it and everything. And they called me for interview, I went for the interview. And towards the end of the day, the lady called me, she was like, we just couldn't take our mind off you. Everything we ask for, you have everything. I was just like, God, this, is, this can only be awesome, God. I was just like so amazed. So after that one, then I was just like, oh, God, what should I do now? Meanwhile, the lady who, the education lady, she said, when your application is filled, send it to me. I will send it for you. Even though we've already sent others, I will send yours. So and I also gave the testimony that they will sign my form. I was like, it hasn't been signed. And last week or two weeks, last week they signed the form. This time my manager's boss was the one that signed the form herself and sent it off. She didn't even send it to me. She sent it off to them. She said, please, she texted me, she, she uh, emailed me, say, Grace, please let me know how this goes. So this was now, I have my offer on my hand and the application. I was like, oh my God, what should I do now? So at the point I was praying, I was like, I prayed about it. Then my mom called Apostle and daddy was like, go for it. What are you waiting for? 
They're, don't worry, they're going to sign your application, but you're not taking it. This is a job, this is ideal, this is something that has not happened. What, normally in this role, they take senior nurses, but this one that has been created is the first time they're creating a role like this, and I will have my own clinic, I will have my own caseload, I will have everything. I will have junior member I'll start working with me, I was like, this is not, this is just unbelievable. I was like, go for it. So I was like, this is what it is. So when they finally signed my application last week, Friday, I was just looking at it, and they were like, oh, why not just go for this course? After all, when you qualify, you'll be in a better position. I was like, I remember the prophet, the young prophet that God spoke to. God said to him, go and tell this uh, king, this is what will happen. And the old one came and said, this is what God said. I said, no, God does not change his mind. Apostle has already said, they will still sign it, but you will go for this new job. So I said, that is exactly what I'm doing. And on Friday last week, why they were like, oh, tell us how it goes and everything. I turned out in my resignation. The education board called me. She was like, Grace, this is what I've just said. I said, yes. I said, I'm moving to a better place. They couldn't believe their eyes. My manager called off sick indefinitely. She couldn't just stand there. I was just like, God, you are awesome. Praise the Lord. And really, the new place also have said they would... They would yeah, they said they would sponsor me for, for the, the cause. And that is the area we wanted to major in. That's where you are now. Good. Yes, Brother What can God not do? Praise the Lord. Thank Papa and Mama. God is in this house. There's no two ways, and nobody can deny that. As the sister was giving the testimony, similar thing in my issue, I wanted to go for a course last two years. I spoke to a senior manager who wanted me to go for the course, but for some reason, my manager, whom I, with who I was working at, refused me the course. This senior person came to me and said, Look, your manager has refused you the course. I will want you to go for another course. I said, I'm not much interested in that course. I said, look, that will give you a boost on your CV. Go for it. Reluctantly, I just applied for the course, and it took about one year. I completed successfully. Then came to the course that I've always opted to do. The senior manager who, was, um, who asked me to go for the course said to me, look, I'll be leaving this trust, but before I leave, I'll make sure you go for the course. He filled in the form which I was, everything went through. This, my manager signed the form. I started the course, and in June, when the, the, the month of signs and wonders, I was praying, I said, God, I need to get out to a better place. My distance to work is also a problem. So I kept on praying that God give me a place. I need a, a vicinity of about 10 miles away from where I live. Not more than that. When I applied, I applied to a, a, for a job, they said, look, we don't need this, but we need this course. Do you have any idea about that course? I said, well, I'm on the course. The interviewer said to me, okay, come for the interview. At the interview, they said to me, although you've not completed the course, we're creating the position for you. I said, God, 
So when you finish, give me a call. And then we take it out from there. I kept it to myself. Kept on praying, thanking God, thanking God, thanking God, thanking God, and declaring. The day I put in my resignation letter, and my manager saw the... Before then, she called me. Look, Port, how did, I, how did you manage to get me to sign you to go to, for this course? First time she asked me this question, I stood before her and I was like, I wouldn't say anything to her. But in my heart I said, who do you think you are? Called me a second time. Come. How did you manage me to sign you for this course? Honestly, I couldn't understand her. Third time I was doing my PDR with her. Say, you, I can't understand how I get, you got through my hand to go for this course. You should have waited for this. And I just, in my... Within me, I said, well, you are not God. You, can't, you don't know what is going on behind the scenes. So you take your decision and my maker will make the way. Then she saw my resignation. Now it was, he saw I was, I finished the course. I've not even finished. Now I've completed the course and I'm moving. So when he saw my resignation, she was so surprised she couldn't know what to do. She came, she said to me, well, you are overdue for these promotions and I cannot tell you anything to stay in this uh, position where you are now. Then, when it came to say, look, Ben, let me tell you, the cost is so expensive, and you can't finish the course and just leave us. You have to pay for the course. I was like, it wouldn't happen. So during the week, I kept on praying, and I said, God, I need to pay my tithe. I need to pay my mortgage. And if this amount is taken off my salary, where will, what I would have nothing to do. And I kept on declaring it will never. That was the month the apostle was teaching us to declare. To, and that was my prayer point every now and then. I spoke to another senior person and said, look, this is a very tricky situation in which you find yourself. But I will find out what I can do about this. So they went to a meeting about this payment of these things concerning all man. And then he came out and said, look, when at the meeting, I raised the question. So if somebody is trained for the course and he's leaving the trust, what should we do? Is he entitled to pay? The senior man among them said, no, nobody, he's not entitled to pay. He can, no, regardless of where the person is going, either from the, uh, to the private sector or this, he has no right to pay anything. And the manager said to me, Paul, you've destroyed my plans and strategies for all the people going through the courses. Because he's, de- he's designed a form which everyone going for the course, after the course, and you decide to leave, is going to pay. So that now you've made my plans and my forms that I've de- designed useless. I say it's not me, it's by God's grace. When I went for the interview on the 10th of day, I had two appointments. I went for one on the 9th of June which was a private, uh, they gave me the course. They also said to me, look, you still have a choice. You've not completed the course. You have to uh, finish the course and come with us. But in the, two, in the ninth and the tenth, all the co- uh, interviews I had, they all called me. But I decided to go for the NHS one, and which is the place I really wanted. And I thank God that all that the, 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 my, my manager wanted to do to avert me from getting what I deserve has come to a halt, and it's a failure. And glory be to the name of God. 
On the 1st of September, I am starting, oh, I'm starting my new place just at Darivari in uh, Dartford. Glory be to the name of God. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. God is able to do all things. Father, we thank you for these great testimonies we had tonight. We know, Lord, that you have done so much for us. We cannot tell it all. And Lord, we thank you for what will happen from tomorrow. In Jesus' only name we are prayed. Amen and amen. Pastor Tayo, we come and take our offering and announcement. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We've had such an exciting time tonight, haven't we? Well, let's prepare for our tithes and our offering. If you'd like to do that very quickly before we move into the new day so that we don't have another tithes and offering after the new day. Just joking. Are you still with me? Praise the Lord. Actually, I did say tithes and offering. That's correct. However, tonight is Overcomer's Night. And let's also remember that we give to the work of the Lord a voice of hope. No, not voice of hope. (laughs) It's not voice of hope. We don't give to the choir. (laughs) Praise the Lord. We give to the work of the Lord in the birth of the the voice of Where am I tonight? Voice of, no, it's not media. It's what I'm trying to remember. Remind me. Is it voice of of hope media? Not voice of hope choir, voice of hope media. Usually, we've now accounted, whenever we talk of voice of hope now, we think of choir. It's a voice of hope media. It's it's, It's our ministry, the Christ of Tabernacle ministry, to reach the world and to reach the ends of the earth. So let's give generously knowing that on a we especially those actually especially those who are online the reason we're online tonight is because of our giving towards the voice of hope it's because of that giving that that ensured that we were online before the lockdown if we had not been online before the lockdown it would have been a bit critical and it would be very very difficult for us to switch and to reach us wherever we are so let's do that, and we encourage you, please, to partner with this ministry, with to partner with this work of the Lord on a monthly basis. Set aside a specific amount that you can give towards the work of the Lord in this in this regard. If you're joining us from another nation and you'd like to give or donate to the work of the Lord in Christ Rate of an Apple, please visit our website. And if you're here in our midst and you're you, and you're a taxpayer in the United Kingdom, please contact the church office. If you would like to give us the opportunity to reclaim the tax on your giving, that equates to roughly about 25p in every pound that you give to the work of the Lord. But you need to gift aid that and would like to share those forms with you. If you've prepared your offering tonight, and it's been a short day, we're going to invite the choir to bless us with, a, with one song. Praise the Lord. Let's rise, please. Amen.
celebrate. say you are good and your mercies father god endure for life we thank you lord god for the opportunity you've given unto us to bring our tithes and an offering into your storehouse lord this is a holy offering that's been brought by your holy people we ask father god that you consume it with your holy fire lord your word is filled with promises concerning those who give heed to instruction as we have obeyed you tonight to honor you with our substance, receive the promises, Lord, that you have ordained for us in the name of Jesus. And whatever we lay our hands upon in you, 
to do, we shall prosper in it. Surround us, Lord, with your favor as a shield. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's be seated very, very quickly. Just a couple of quick announcements before I invite Apostle um, to close us. In a few hours' time, we'll be having the fundraising walk. Yes, I'm sure all members of the media team are still ready to go. In fact, they're strengthened right now to go. And those who are joining them and those who are not joining them are going to sponsor them. If you're not going to do the leg walk, you're going to do the money walk. Praise the Lord. So approach as many people, media team members, if they're not joining, approach them. Don't approach me. Approach them. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So please, at 9.30 a.m., all members of the, all the members of, it's a 5.1 mile walk to the cathedral from Bethesda. And it's going to be a sponsored walk to build a new studio. And someone is asking, where's the new studio going to be? Don't worry, it will be created. There's a new studio planned for the media team. And it will ensure that our production is even of higher standards as a result of that. And on Saturday as well, at 2 p.m., there's an evangelism at Birchmere Park in Thames Mead. Um, that's, um, that's the detail. Um, I don't know how many, well, you can, I can read it from here, but Birchmere Park, please join at 2 p.m. From 2 to 5 p.m., is a, it's an open-air evangelism in partnership with other churches. And on Sunday, on Sunday, it's going to be another fundraising fun day. Uh, for the media team they've got some goodies planned and it will be taking place on the field adjacent to the church and there will be lots of things for us so come with your purses ready to purchase ready to, to buy things and ready to be a part of what god is doing in this season above all thanksgiving sunday bring your dancing shoes praise the lord and those who are having special thanksgiving please remember that you need to be here by 9.30 to secure your seats. Otherwise, it's um, open game. Praise the Lord. I'd like to invite our Father and the Lord to close us there. Amen. Shall we rise up together, please? To God be the glory. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. 
May God remember all your sacrifices. God remember all your bond of friend. God remember all your service and commitment to Him. And may the Lord God give you the desires of your heart. The Lord will make all your plans succeed. The Lord will release angels from heaven that will help your destiny to be fulfilled. We will all shout for joy when you are victorious. And we lift up the banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the covenant-making and covenant-keeping God, may He keep His covenant with you. And look at all your requests from January to this hour and fulfill the request before Him. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Isaac in Bethel, may He reveal Himself to you, even now forevermore. In Jesus' holy and anointed name. Lift up your right hand to heaven and let's share the grace together as in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to boom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now the general grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your lives, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. That shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house.
came with a bottle of oil, lift it up before the Lord. Bring it out. And if you have your request for the month, bring it out. If you don't have it on Sunday, I will do the same thing. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask that the unction of heaven will come into this oil. You said to Moses, take the oil and call it sacred oil of anointing. I call this sacred oil of anointing. And in meeting with your word, anyone that this oil shall be used upon, there will be manifestation of your transcendent grace. The sick shall be healed. Life shall be restored to the glory of your name. In Jesus' anointed name. Lord, I pray for the concerning the request of your people. As you go into this new month, may the Lord walk in your mind and direct you to the areas of needs that you do not remember. Both the things that you do not remember that is needed for you and the things that you have remembered and written down. I declare the request met in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. May the blessings of God come upon the request you are holding and testimony shall flow from it to the glory of God. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. The Lord bless you and see you tomorrow. Please be seated and the ushers will see you out.